in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. I got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Yeah, I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it out. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Alright, that was the first time in a long time. Am I loud? Was that, was that really loud? Were you just not expecting that? <laughs> no, it was... I'm feeling good today. Was it a, a little bit more subdued the last couple of times? Yeah, I had, it, was, it was my headphone at volume. It wasn't you. Well, I'm also torn because this is the first time in like five months where the intro stopped playing. A staple of the early Mike Weatherford show days. It stopped... I don't know if it stopped playing off air or on air. No, it did. I had somebody text me go, why did you replay the beginning of the open again? There you go. Like, back in the day... For those who weren't with us 12 months ago, 11 months ago, 10 months ago. The old school fans. The old school fans will appreciate that. Because well, it was like three out of... Uh, we would try to win the week, basically. We, if we had five days, five oh, shows, yeah. we would try to have more than half of the shows. We tried to get at least three where the intro would play in full. We had one of those boards in here that said so many days since the intro froze. And it rarely got above like six. Yeah, it did. But since... I don't know what, what got fixed. I don't know what didn't get fixed. I don't know if you did your MacGyver thing with the paperclip and gum. But we haven't had a, a an intro stoppage in a long, long time. And this just kind of took me back. It harked me back to the old days. It made me feel like football is, is returning. It was I a mean, nice throwback to like October of 2021. A simpler time. It's going to be a nostalgic Wednesday here. I like that. I feel like we've already like already like laid the groundstone for a nostalgic day. God knows what was going to come into my mind or yours in the next two hours. You don't know. And we also, I mean, the show, I was going to start with this, but she's not even here. It's, it's Jenna's last day as our Hey, intern. Jenna, how, so how has your internship been? She's not even here. She's late. She's blaming on L. She texts me and says she's just getting out of class, so blame the professor. She wasn't here on Monday, which we knew I had a time. She started, yeah, cla- she started school back this week, uh, but she's she's late getting in here, so we're going to like share our favorite Jenna memories, but we can't even do it. We can't even pick on her because she's not even here yet. We're in the locker room of a water boy. Remember that time Jenna on her last day didn't show up on time? She's like bursting, just cussing a storm. Remember that time Jenna got here later on last day and saved the show? Do you? <laughs> and said the S word on air? Yeah. <laughs> so that's fun when Jenna gets here it'll be a good time but we are here it's, it's a short show today for the next two days actually three to five because we got early bats and we got Cardinal Insider after us so we'll be three to five the next two days and then Friday will be normal hours three to six but we'll be out at Oxmoor Ford again which should be a fun time so stick with us we should have uh, good stuff to talk about today Trevor Kelsey you're always in a better mood on Wednesday, and I always forget because it's like your Saturday. It's AEW day. <laughs> I was like, well, if it was my Saturday, I, I wouldn't be right here right now. I'd be just waking up and like, making some lunch. I'm always like, why is Trevor a little bit, why does he have a little bit more pep in his step today? And then I remember, oh, it's Wednesday. Like the 
not a day of any excitement for anybody else in the world, but for you, wow, you're always very that. happy. Well, for most like working people, nah, Wednesday is just I mean, it's hump day. It's like eh, you know, it's middle of the week, a lot of stuff going on, and for you, it's you're, you're thrilled. You're always extra happy to start the show on Wednesday. There's a good million viewers on average on Wednesday that would disagree with you on how the excitement from Wednesday is. Yeah, but like it doesn't, you know. <laughs> but a lot of these people, like they, they still at work. The city of Cleveland is pumped for today. Is that where, where this thing it's is? In Cleveland today, yeah. Are they still doing stupid names? Is it Quake in the Way? <laughs> I don't think no. There's not one today. <laughs> Actually, there might be because it, it is a uh, there's it's a it's a big show tonight. There's uh, pretty much two major matches. You have a six-man between the uh, Aussie Open and uh, Death Triangle. Okay. Which is, should be uh, awesome. And then it's part of the uh, Trios Tournament for the Trios Championship. And then the main event for the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. Oh. CM Punk versus John Moxley. Oh. John Moxley loved death matches. See, well, no, it's just the... It just That's all I know about it because when Al Snow came in, we yeah, had, we had that tag. Like, I, I was like, I'm reading these questions knowing nothing about what they mean, and like you guys just go into it. I'm like, okay. Moxley does love does love his, uh, does love to bleed. He, he I'm, There's a pretty good chance he will bleed uh, profusely tonight. He does have a, a knack for that. Oh, my God. It's Jonathan Moxley, <laughs> the star quarterback of the West Canaan Coyotes. <laughs> so he was, what happened was CM Punk won the title, but he got hurt right away, broke his foot, actually jumping into the crowd the next day. Tales all his time. It is. Heaven is the best of us. So he had to, he had to step away, so they had an interim championship just to, until he came back. Moxley won that, and now... Uh, Punk is back, and he wants his. Uh, he wants to be known as the only champion. Okay. So they will wrestle tonight for uh, for that title. So big night, big night tonight, big night. I'll be I'll be watching it late though, because I'm doing the bats game. So don't wanna, I don't I'm not a fan of. I don't want to watch it on much. I can't I can't like turn it up loud and get into it. I understand. Crowd. So I'll probably I'll probably just wait and watch it when I get home around ten or so tonight. So I'll be on delay. Bats won last night, by the way. Yeah, seven three. Of course, they're going tonight too. Didn't you know that? They're rolling. You, were you not aware of, of, of ever winning tonight? You're on the game. Mm-hmm. Are you going to bet it? <laughs> yeah, the, the better question is who I bet on. The bats, of course. Should I put it on the bats? The problem is, see, if I put on the bats and then they don't cover and they lose, I'm basically paying to work tonight. No, bad, bats are going to win. Because I'll lose more than I would have made to work the game. We, we also, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but I keep seeing Spencer Steer who's, I think, the number seven prospect in the Reds organization. He's had, like, he's has, like, a 32-game on-base streak. Shortstop? Yes. <laughs> Safe bet, right? I think that's right. It's pretty much. Every time there's a bats highlight, he's, like, he's tearing stuff up. He's been hitting, like, 391 for the last month. So I feel like that's enough reason to feel good. The bats, the, the bats, bats are hot right now. I'm my man, uh, Ronnie, baby, Do- baby Hawk Dawson. He's uh, he's expected to be a father in day soon. Yeah, his first baby's being born, so you know he's gonna be he's gonna be pumped and, and full of adrenaline. Can't wait. Heard Nick drop talk about that yesterday. Nice. Which Nick? Roush <laughs> Curran. Curran. <laughs> Roush know about anything? <laughs> Roush is just wondering what uh, he did. UK rivalry can name his next baby. Uh, who did, they were going out with Doster again today. Did you see that? What did Doster say? Doster teased. He, he did do like this thing where he I know teased doing the top ten. Like I saw they're doing those like no, top no, 10 no, plays. Isn't that okay? He he teased at the beginning of the week. I think it was like Sunday night. Um, what did I just see? Max Duffy just did. Max Duffy. Oh no! He, he can't top, talk bad about Max Duffy. Well, he just released his top ten media members. Uh, and he ranks one through ten, and then just says worst Nick Roush. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and Rosh just did bulletin board material. I legitimately just saw this on the timeline. He's got Ryan Lemon at number seven, but only pre-K saw Ryan Lemon. Pre-K is <laughs> so not like pre-K star when no one knew who he was. Pre-KSR? Yeah. yeah. But wait, when we had uh, when we had Al uh, Snow in here talking about, remember he dropped the, the tidbit, he dropped the bombshell. It was a bombshell to me that, that the Netflix cameras have been following OVW around for the last several months. And like, it's a show that's going to air in February. And he's like, I guess I can say it and all this stuff. I'm now realizing and people are informing me, it's going to be very Matt Jones heavy. Like there's a, basically a Matt Jones documentary coming to Netflix in February. Mm-hmm. Like they've been following him around. They've been shooting them at KS Bar, doing the, the game watches and stuff. They were at KS Bar today. So I don't know. We, gotta, we have to figure out a way to get on this documentary. <laughs> we need to start just taking shots at Jones. Your feud with Ryan Lemon needs to take it, be taken up a few notches. Do you think Ryan Lemon knows who you are? Probably not, but then again, no one really knows who he is either. I didn't know until like a year ago. Yeah, I, mean, I always heard his name, and I was like, "What? What does he do?" And then I think it was may have been you. It may have been when we started the show. He's like, probably more Matt popularly known as the guy next to Matt Jones in his real name. I always thought Drew Franklin was the guy who did the show with him. It's been a long time <laughs> since I listened to KSR, but I knew Drew. I, like I've known Drew. I've met him several times. Have known him for a while, but I like didn't know Ryan. And now you talk about him all the time. I mean, he's, he's like the, he he's the KSR Kevin Eubanks. Who's Kevin Eubanks? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Schaefer. Oh, okay. There you go. The sidekick that the chuckles and everything and tells you you're right. Paul Schaefer is a better, better comparison. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. I always thought Eubanks was a little more like uh, douchey, though. So I kind of went with him. I forgot about Kevin Eubanks. Yeah, because it's, it's, harder, it's harder to tell Jay Leno he's funny at everything. <laughs> Paul Schaefer, because I'm just funnier than, 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 Leno, than Leno. So it's easier for Schaefer to like actually sell it. I'm with you. And Paul Schaefer, he like he had kind of an infectious personality too. Like when he got giggly, like it yeah. made me laugh. And when he said stupid weird stuff, like it made Letterman laugh. And then I started laughing. It was great. Yeah. I, I love the whole thing. We got gonna write a tie song, yeah. a tie song, a tie song, a tie song, a tie, little tie music, a little tie music. Peter's tie, Peter's tie. That's why Peter's the guy. Yeah, I love tie music. I miss the old Letterman. I do too. We've got uh, we, we have sports things to get to. Uh, we'll talk about Jenna when she gets here. But I heard a door first open, and foremost, I watched. This is the first time I've watched it like live. I watched the recent Hard Knocks last night, and I only bring it up because it wasn't okay. Wasn't anything crazy that happened in the episode? Episode two or three? Three. This was three. three. Okay. So they're, they're, I guess they do less episodes now because the preseason's le- uh, shorter, right? Maybe I don't know. Okay. I, I haven't watched Hard Knocks in a long time. Neither have I, so I wasn't sure. I just. But the best part about the episode was so they do this thing. You know, they played the Colts last weekend in preseason, mm-hmm. but before the game, they went to Indianapolis and they did like two, like inter squad practices where they just you know they worked against the Colts and had like these two joint practices and the very first one like the Lions are sucking like they're <laughs> the running backs are dropping every pass they're missing blocking assignments they're fumbling and Deuce Daly who is very vocal throughout the entire show is furious but he's lost his voice and so at one point he like brings the running backs together and it sounds you have to watch the clip I think, I'm sure it's already been on social media all over the place he sounds very much like my Mickey Mouse impression like he's he's, <laughs> he's very animated he's like you got to the ball and he's like he's cussing way more than I am right now well, so I can't play it you can't you can't play it you'll have to find an edited version okay. you have to watch it during the break but like I was laughing my ass off and like just, I, I saw Deuce Daly trending before I started the episode and I was like oh boy you're getting to where I was before even watching this you're falling in love with Deuce Daly I love Deuce Daly I told you I did. what did I tell you last year, <laughs> well, last year after after Deuce left us and you all hired him, I told you I was like I'm jealous. I was like, Do 
this is the man. I, I'm still wish that he got. Wish I mean, listen, Sirianni's done a, a decent job. He went to nine wins last year. Went to playoffs. They showed promise. I, you know, the, the off the the, the behind the camera scenes I've seen of him has me liking him more and more. But man, I wish they'd given Deuce that just just should have given Deuce that shot. He he earned. He he deserved a shot at the head coaching job. I love I love him and Aaron Glenn's relationship. I love yeah. the entire coaching staff except Brunel did like the. Mark Brunel? Yeah, Mark Brunel's the coach. Like, every single coach they had. Anybody that didn't play in the no, 90s? Every single coach they had. Like Antoine Randall-L. Uh, I mean, Dan Campbell? <laughs> yeah, even like guys that I'd forgotten about. Like Sterling Shepard. Like, everybody's a former player. Yeah, wide receiver. That's, what, yeah, that's, that, that's sort of how he built the staff. But at one point, Brunel does this thing. Because like, all the other coaches, are, they're hilarious, but it, it feels very genuine. Like They're just cussing a lot. They're yelling a lot. And Brunel like, brings the quarterbacks together. And he's like, he's like, I got two big rules for today, guys. Throw it to our guys. Don't throw it to their guys. That's all you need. And I was like, I was like, that's such a generic like seventh grade coach thing. I think Brunel being the good cop of the guys. He's just the quiet. He's like the one guy. He does, does yeah. seem a quiet type. Yeah, I mean, he's. But I was like, I was like, that's like the douchey thing. Like a friend's dad would have told me before a game in sixth grade. Like, come on, like I, hilarious, Mark. Like, just do some real coaching. Earn the paycheck. Jared Goff sucked last year. Give him something to work with. Actually, he didn't suck last year. Completely. He sucked. I mean, for, for what it's worth, I mean, with the weapons, and I use that term loosely, they hit around him last year. He, I mean, he wasn't horrible. Yeah, he won three games. Great. Well, well done. I mean, let's be honest. Suck. Your, your biggest problem isn't your offense with Detroit. Your defense is putrid. Well, I mean, neither side is really. No, your defense is bad. Like, you have the offense. Like, when you look at the offense, A, your offensive line's probably a healthy top 10. You built a solid offensive line with Decker and Johnson and Ragnar and uh, nothing top ten with the line. And Sewell. I mean, you've got four solid offensive linemen on there. You, you have a little bit of hold to guard, but I mean, if, if Shark can stay healthy, he is a good threat. If Jamison can come back, you have two out really good outside weapons. Swift is, I think, I think the offense has potential. The problem is, is that it's not yet good enough to have to win a shootout, and you're going to have to win shootouts because your defense is just horrible. I mean, Hutchinson's a nice little piece in the second pick, and he could be decent, but, I mean, you have nothing else on your line. Your linebackers are future. Your secondary is horrible. Well, we have Aiden Hutchinson now. Yeah, that's it. He's going to save the whole defense. You don't even know how he's getting better. He looks good. Your defense is bad. Your defense is your biggest problem. Your offense, I think, can be decent. I mean, but again, this, this is the classic lines. It's always been this way. It's like one side's decent, and that's the best you get, and the other side's future. Yeah, well, I mean, when I say decent, I mean, there's, it, there's not a guarantee. I mean, like I said... It's a big if when you say can Shark stay healthy. I mean, he's like 6'4", 140 pounds. Well, and also Jared Goff sucks. So that's it. That's, that's you can't win. A, <laughs> what was you can't go to the playoffs. Were his numbers decent last year, though? I know he had like it was like seventeen touchdowns to eight interceptions. That's, that's the only stat I really remember. I think his computer is in like the low nineties. I think, he which sucks. isn't horrible. He's yeah. not good. He's not good. Well, he's not the best, but again, I, I think your defense is going to be your bigger problem. Well, yeah, but like, it's like saying you know is the. <laughs> My left arm that's falling off, and my right arm that is completely numb. Like, which one's the bigger problem? They both suck. Clearly, the one falling off, numb is numb is good. If you're Numb's single, especially. I can't move it. <laughs> can't move it. Can't feel anything. Neither's good. One's a little bit worse than the other, but neither's going to get you anywhere fun. I hate when you're. Tennessee. How was school? So fun. You had so much fun at school, guys. <laughs> it was so worth it to make us late. Third sex line, real quick. Five zero two four four fourteen fifty. We love the uh, we love Thornton's. We love the fact that they have. What did I say they're doing? It's Thornton's week this week. They're using the hashtag because they sponsored a I guess NASCAR for the upcoming race. Ooh. It's definitely going to win because was it of a Thornton's. Was it a driver you like? 
I don't know. I'm just going off the tweet. I just saw it. <laughs> they tweeted Thornton's week, and it was a bunch of cars. And I was like, I feel sorry for all the other cars because nobody else is going to win this week. Nope. But we love Thornton's. We love uh, their the race cars. We love the fact that they have 75,613 area locations because they know what the hell they're doing. And we love their refreshing rewards app, which, again, is trying to give you $10,000 for these last couple of weeks of summer. All you have to do, click on the summer cash bash icon. You are enrolled. You can win ten grand, or you can win the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Uh, again, all courtesy of our friends over Thornton's the number to text into the show 502 414 1450. Um, I just saw Jenna text it in and said wonderful, and then she said, Until, until you all bully me on air. Uh, <laughs> text says, Y'all were so pumped when you hit the first week on, on all interrupted and uninterrupted intro. How my, how my favorite radio show has grown. That was the first week that we had zero frozen intros. I think this was the first time that intro, because this is our third version of the intro. It was, and this is the first time I think that one has actually frozen. It's been a long time. Because remember, we used to have, it was all about the vibes during football season. And the weeks where the intro kept freezing were like the vibes were off. And almost like, like <laughs> very consistently, when the vibes were right, the team played well. When the vibes were off on the show, we knew something bad was going to happen. Uh, Texas says, quick derail. No problem. That works. I'm getting married in, Octo- in October. No. And need to create a playlist for the rehearsal. Name some must-have songs in the playlist. Oh, you... You made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, are you in the red, by the way? Yeah. Jen's in the red. Okay. I can't... None of the, none of the funny names, the songs that I want to bring up, I can't even say the titles on air. <laughs> uh, Drew Hill, Somebody Sleeping in My Bed. Nice. Um, this one's uh, under the reference. You might not get it. Hinder but, uh, Lips of an Angel. Summertime by Sublime. Not for the wedding, but I like the song. It's a bad song. That's well, okay. I like it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> My girl's in the next oh, See, what a great wedding Sometimes I wish it was you. This one is funny, but it was also the first dance of Roush, Roush and Brooke, and that's uh, the outfield. Uh, what was this? <laughs> Your love? Your love, which is about okay, I'm a 16-year-old girl and believing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was their first song. You did not have to put him on blast like that. I like oh, my girls. He on the air before I was his first song. I mean, the line in there is, I like my girls a little bit older. Yeah, no. <laughs> Even if that wasn't what it was about, it seems like a poor choice. You can throw that song out there. <laughs> Nick kind of did it already, but Help you know. Help asking for I the just want, songs. I just want to use your love tonight. I just want to use your the lyrics love are, you, tonight. You got to listen to the words. You, you got to listen to the words before you just pick the song. Yeah, it does have a nice rhythm to it, though. It's like they threw a dart. It's catchy. Up, it's like they threw a dart at a dartboard that just had a bunch of songs with love in the title and just pick the one that it landed on. Uh, I would go, um, oh, well, Walk 5,000 Miles. What would your, honest question, Trevor, yeah. when you find the love of your life, which I'm calling 2024, it's happening. You're getting married. going to be a great bachelor party. A little bit terrified already for it. <laughs> what would your first dance song be? Have you paid this any thought whatsoever? If I make it past the bachelor party? Yes. Um... Oh, this is going to sound cheesy. I, I'm fine with cheesy. Is it, is it okay first dance cheesy? is always cheesy. Jeff Healy Bay and Angel Eyes. I like that. That's a good choice. I would go with that. that you know it's going to be an 80s tune for me. Of course. What was yours? Sam Cooke you sent me. Yeah, Sam Cooke's good. I love Sam Cooke. I fought for it. Mary agreed to it at first. And then she kind of, we were at a, another person's wedding. And she was like, I don't know. She's like, I'm kind of thinking it over. And right at that moment, Sam Cooke you sent me came on. And she's like, well, I guess that's a sign. It's done. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Wonderful. I thought she was, her reaction was going to be, there's your one. That's <laughs> it. The one thing done. that I got. You're done. Did you, how many things did you get to pick? Like, maybe other than that song, obviously. Did you want to? I legitimately had, had one request for the entire wedding. 
Yeah. I wanted Mo Money Mo Problems to be played at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Take your win. And it was, and it was fantastic. We had DJ K Dog come and do it. He was nice enough. He doesn't do weddings, but like I'd done some stuff with him when he first got the job at U of L, and he came and Joey Wagner MC and stuff, and like it was, it was nice of them to, to stop by, and he made it very fun because he did like mm-hmm. full-on like dj stuff and like we gave he was kind of worried and then we gave him like the songs that we wanted to have played and he's like oh, i can work with this like <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like boring wedding songs I'm like no it, it wasn't we're gonna play. it wasn't their first dance i had it on video amateurly done but uh i don't know you don't think you were met but you knew john renshaw right yes you know? yes so i went to renshaw's wedding he got married in kansas like in his barn in kansas because his wife is is uh from from kansas so he got married in this like middle nowhere town in kansas the barn beautiful wedding but like he, when he walked down the aisle, his son he came down to push your man by, by Curtis Mayfield. I like it. I mean, and he's just doing the strut. It's the it's most it's the most the funniest thing. And I was like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna go do something like that, probably do it for your walk down the aisle song, opposed to your first dance song. I like it. When yeah. my when my sister got married, there was a brief period where they were going to they they sort of mold over the idea of having me officiate the wedding because you can do like I know Greer's done it. You can sign up online. I, Oh, yeah. I've seen that every TV show. But I said, I've got two requests. I'll do this. But I want to come down the aisle. First of all, I want to be wearing a robe of some sort. I don't, I don't care if it's like a judge's robe or a bathrobe. I'm yeah. picturing him coming down like Ric Flair in Starcade 89. Like, just to woo! And then I wanted to come down to the music of the Stone Cold Steve Austin intro. <laughs> you want to go through the glass break? Don't Right when the glass break sound, right when you're coming through yes. like the curtains? Yeah. Because they were doing a very, it was a non-religious wedding, but they did the very traditional, like, you know, the, um, the canon, whatever the song is when they come out, like the very, and thank you, uh, Jenna. Uh, that's why we have you here. Um, they did yeah. all the normal. <laughs> we brought you in. The very, like, <laughs> like, the dramatic music, and I, you know, I was teary-eyed seeing my sister walk down, and then I wanted that to be the case, but then me coming out to Stone Cold Steve Austin last. Da-da, that's da-da. great. Glass break. Place goes nuts. It would have been incredible, but we, we didn't do it. Jenna, what about you? You got any, uh, I mean. You what got, about being what? You, what, what what's, uh, what's. Have you mulled over your yeah. first dance song? I mean, dance. I'm a girl. So, of course so, so you've got the yeah. whole wedding already planned, right? No, I'm <laughs> lazy. So, like, people who do all that stuff freak me out. Um, yeah, I have a couple. There's this song um, called Never Seen Anything Quite Like You. That was a good one. That's okay. what it used okay. to be. Who sings that? Um, I think the script. Okay. Okay. Not familiar oh, with it, but I'm sure it's yeah. nice. So, there's that. Um, when I was in high school, it was Every Day from High School Musical 2. Okay. But I don't know right now. I haven't given it much thought recently. Just time. I'm just stay chilling. So. Music can evolve. I thought you are you going to when you come down the aisle, are you going to come down to Here Comes the Bride or the Cubs Win song? That should be when I leave. <laughs> They're saying, Go Cubs, go. Go, go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> no, it'll be a Cloak and Dagger, actually. I like that. When, when Mary and I first Is that the Game of Thrones song? No. What? That sounds like that would be it's called the though, right? It's the song they play when the Blackhawks win. They also play it at the soccer field. When Mary and I first started dating, like we, this is classic like early 20s relationship, and we got in these stupidest fights all the time. Like I have, she still is very stubborn. I think I'm less stubborn. I think one of us had to give way if this was ever going to work, and I think it was more me. She would disagree with that because we're both very stubborn. But back in the day, it was like little fights about the stupidest thing would just blow up, and one of those was we were talking about getting married already like 24, 25, whatever we were. We've been dating for a few years. And she was talking about how she wanted to hang on Sloopy to be played at her wedding because like her family's from Ohio. Her dad's a big Ohio State fan. I Good song, though. Vehemently <laughs> despise Ohio State football. And I was like, that's not going to be played at my wedding. That's and a good like, song. She's like, it is. So sorry. It's a good song, but then they all do the O. 
Hey, uh, and I was like, I don't want that at my wedding. She's like, well, then we're not getting married. I'm like, well, I guess we're not. And like, it, Darn it. It, it, it ruined the entire night. Isn't that another one of the songs that would be in the lyrics? Like, isn't it about, like, just like a, like a tramp? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's in a very bad part of town. interesting choice. Yeah, well, thank you. I was trying to, I'm, I'm like you. I try to keep it clean on the radio. Uh, <laughs> Unlike some, I'm Imagine one like day them. I, like, have my own show, <laughs> and I'm talking. I get a text line from one of you. Or... I just cuss all the time. I oh. call in and cuss. No. And no I stop. Like, oh, that's intern Jenna. Huh? Remember when? Yes. <laughs> We've helped this person with their wedding. Not at all. I, 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 I gave you no money, no problems. <laughs> I'm always ahead. <laughs> Um, can I have the stance from High School Musical 3? Anything, anything by Babyface would be good. We're talking about, like, I mean, this is, like, not first dance. We're talking about, like, playlists to get the dance floor going. Oh, just in general. Oh, well, uh... It depends on, like, your era. Because, like, I was... All the weddings that I went to, like, when, we were, when I was in that hot period wedding... You should have a mix wedding, of everything, though. You it should was, go like, 10 years ago. So this was, like, people who were, you know, 17 in, like, the early 2000s. Because I think that's, that's the hot zone. You want... The dance floor needs to be about... You want to have some songs for the older crowd, but usually they can feed off the energy of the 20-something. Well, you know, my, you know, so early. Well, my wedding's going to be an older crowd anyway. Like, I should have been anything past like... I just say, you are... Yeah, you are yeah, I mean, my, yeah, I mean, my, I can't imagine playing anything after made after, like, 2005, maybe, on mine. You have to, to play to the crowd of people that are, like, between 20 and 30. So you go to their hotspot, like, when they were... Like, their favorite songs, like, in high school time. Like, we, like uh, the ways we went to, a lot of Nellies. It was also the summer of Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe brought the house oh, down every rough. time. It was huge. I mean, every I, time. Could, I would see that still being played now. I mean, I would do that. I mean, it's, that's a... That's you a, have drinks and people, anything catchy is going to catch on. Yeah. yeah. Anything Every wedding I've been to, they've played WAP. So there's a thing. Same. No, no, that's not... Yeah, electric, wedding, now does electric, electric slide have to be played no matter the age? No, I think no. Electric slide has it's uh, more Cupid Shuffle, Atomic Dog, yes. or am I just naming everything I heard at every Westport Middle School dance yeah. I went to? It's more Cupid Shuffle oh, these days. Yeah, the Cupid, the who? Cupid Shuffle. Cupid Shuffle was like ten years ago. We got a brand new dance. The Cupid Shuffle brings the old people out too, though. They like yeah, because it tells you what to do. It does. It's not that hard to do, and even if you screw up, nobody cares. So there you go. Does it at least tell you how to do it in the song? Yeah. Like, okay, because it's like every rap, every rap dance song. No, yeah, play it. Bring the house down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's poppin' tonight? Takes says, what's up with all these Ville updates, Ville Sports, 502 updates pages being made on Twitter? They seem to have a lot of time on their hands. TK, is that you? Other legit ways to become official in Twitter media world. I have noticed a lot of these, but it's... I promise you, I don't even know what you're they talking about. Like it's not me. They all profile picture, too. The weird thing is, like, now, because I don't... Like, Back in the day, back in my day, it's the old person first out. <laughs> like, I started a Twitter account because I wanted to generate more traffic for the website. Like, you're directing people to the website. That's how you made money. More page views, more money, more opportunities. I mean, you all about more money, more problems. I mean, it was a job at that point. It's yeah. Not just, not just a story. It it's a way of life. But now, like, I don't understand. I don't know if people are making, if, if it's just about, like, clout. If you're just trying to have as much many followers as possible to have as many followers or if people are making money off of Twitter I don't understand they the do make money if they get like enough followers right don't if they you get enough I guess you can Twitter do sponsored like stuff that. but okay. I don't, it, that's more Instagram than it is Twitter is that because, okay. but I, I figured if you like a million don't that make you officially an influencer or something I, I, people will reach out to you for like influencer tweets and for stuff most, but like yeah. if you're just posting like a bunch of information I think people just do it because they like it like you're just kind of posting like this guy is coming to visit on this day and then it gets a bunch of, of retweets which there's nothing wrong with that but I don't understand what the end game is. Like, I don't think you're getting jobs off of that. But a lot of people do it. Like, nobody wants to write anymore. This, the, it's the, this, it's the biggest difference between 
like 10 years ago when I was doing this, like the college kids, they all read the website. They all wanted to come and work. We'll write for you. We'll write for you. And now college kids, they just want to do social media stuff. And I don't know if you can... Easier. It, it is easier, but I don't know if you can make a living doing that if you have a successful page. I don't know if you can... Like, I parlayed... I think you can. Look at that someone... That turns into, like, a blog and stuff, though. Yeah, but look at... Look at Why not just write the blog first? Like, that's... Well, I think that's what drums up, like, people getting to know you, though. I, because nobody's... Most people my age aren't going to start posting stuff like that off their personal page. It's weird that it's the reverse now. Because it used to be you started the blog, and then, like, I parlayed the blog into... Radio jobs. I probably did, probably into some TV stuff. I probably into writing a book. Like I did. Like, it all started with you the website. A book? Yes. And, and with that, and without the book, my journey is the same way, except less successful on each turn. On each turn. You did radio stuff before you did the website, though, right? No, I did the website first. Oh, that's how I get. Because once I used to do the uh, rapid hour, and we, I just call up and be like, "Hell yes, report." And he thought I was saying, "Hell yes, go something, oh. something or whatever." See, it's just it's backwards now. It's a little bit different. Like, people do the social media stuff, and then it launches into other avenues. But when I started like the website was that was the thing you did it you put your thoughts out there you proved you could write a little bit and you were a little bit different i couldn't and then yeah well <laughs> <laughs> that's why people are listening like what the hell's the LES report? i had the different part right writing part not so much i mean it was an attempt if it's out there i, I god knows what i was some stuff i wrote i wonder if you can even find it in in, in the in the internet in the world but times have changed um Texas Trevor was WAP mean. We're not no no. Agenda was WAP mean. Yeah, Tre- no, no, Trevor didn't do that. Came one. out way before it did. That. Did you, get, did you get a little worried too when she said that? No, because it's W O P. You might be included in the documentary if they touch on the hatred between Matt Jones and John Ramsey. I can't imagine that's going to come up in a documentary about <laughs> OBW. <laughs> well, I don't know. Robert, you never know. <laughs> cage match. I don't think they're going to have a cage. Did John Ramsey get in a wrestling ring with, with uh, Matt Jones? Yeah, he said, like, because people used to always do that thing where it was like, do a celebrity boxing match for charity, like raise money, and John was always down. Like, John was like, hell yeah. Like, I mean, it has to be wrestling because Matt's not physical at all. I mean, he's he, he would have to have John's also a beast, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, he would probably in a hand. Yeah, Matt's not a fighter. He's a Matt Jones is a people, like, really don't like. I mean, I like Matt. Matt's a, I mean, Matt can be a nice guy. I don't, I don't have no problem with I that. I just need to see what he looks like. I just know he's not a fighter. Nothing wrong with that. No, I'm not a fighter. No, I'm barely a fighter. I'm just following people. Dear Lord, Trevor's Lions knowledge is off the charts. While he thinks that running back is the position to worry about on the cards. <laughs> you might be actually more worried about your running back position hearing about how DeAndre Swift's like not really into it. It'll be fine. That scares me a little bit. It's everybody in the NBA. Because I like his talent. Texas says, you give love a bad name. That would be <laughs> I had a... Texas wedding song. Another one bites the dust. The... <laughs> You know, you remember when you do the collar tunes when someone would call you to hear a song? Yeah. <laughs> when that was popular, I broke up with a girl and I, I put that, I love, you give a bad name and she'd call me, that was what she'd hear. <laughs> so I was so pissed at her one night and I did that. <laughs> I forgot about it. Have you all ever played Raving Rabbits? No. It was like this game that was on the Wii. <laughs> drop it. No, listen, I'll explain. So, okay, so it was this game on the Wii that we had when I was growing up. And I was like six. So I didn't know if you all like played Wii. I don't know. I had, a Wii, I had, a Wii. I had the basic sports thing though. It was all okay. I had like bowling, tennis. I had right. bowling, t- I had, and I had Mario Kart, and I had um, the baseball. I had the baseball game and did a whole season with the Reds actually. I pretty much just played the tennis game. Yeah. Anyway, so this game, there's like a part of it that has like a bunch of different mini games, and one of them's like Rock Band. And these like Rock Band's awesome. Rabbits 
<laughs> there's like three songs you could choose from and one of them was another one bites the dust and now every time i think about that song i just like picture these crazy looking rabbits in my head playing the guitar wasn't the song so that, that song's after jenna's wedding yeah. <laughs> that's not happening <laughs> not gonna get played what about it's raining men <laughs> I mean, it's a good just dance. Well. I guess it depends on the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if somebody's marrying multiple men, then maybe. <laughs> In any other situation, probably not. Probably not going to go. This is what they look like. Oh, I've seen stuff. Like, they look like emojis. What? They're kind of terrifying. Emojis. <laughs> yeah, like the crazy, like creepy, like rabbit. I'm, pic- I'm picturing the hamsters that dance in the Kia commercial. Look. Texas says Trevor will okay, get that, Yeah, that looks like something like messed up on Dr. Moreau's Island. Anyway. Texas says Trevor will get married to the reigns of Castamere for the <laughs> red wedding. <laughs> you should do that. that was, <laughs> the other guys who play that song in this show, like one of them's in Coldplay, like one of them's in another band. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all, they're all like relatively well-known musicians who play, or like accomplished musicians, I guess. If you came down the aisle to another one bites the dust, that would be hilarious, though. You know what I think is weird? <laughs> when people have live music at their weddings. What's that? How's that weird? That's awesome. Feels it costs feels very intimate. Did you? I can, I've actually. Like, you mean like a band? Yeah, like I. We I don't DJ. like. We went, we had DJ DJ, now, did you go DJ because of preference or because of price? Price. Yes, because DJs are way. But, but cheaper. thankfully, we got DJ K Dog like on the super cheap because he doesn't do weddings. But he was like, again, like you've helped me out. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this for you, uh, which was very cool. But we, yeah, like Mary, the, Mary wanted a live band, and I was like, Did you get? The, did, you, did you try to get the eighty eights? No, we didn't. But like, I also told her like most. The, this is no. It has to be a very, very good band. Or like versatile. Like not all of them can do everything. All your incredible bands have the same effect as DJs when it comes to the dance floor. If, if your wedding is supposed to be about fun, which is, we wanted ours to be, like everybody get hammered, everybody have a good time. Doesn't everyone want their wedding to be about fun? Yeah, some people are more about some like, like themselves and like being classy and like you know it's yeah. the, like we didn't want the we yeah. kept our dances very short. Those are, ty- those are the type of places that don't have open bar. We were like everybody go everybody go drink, everybody dance. We had like yeah. little like glow sticks and stuff. Like we wanted it to be a party and it was it was great. But like the most fun weddings that I've been to, by and large, have been with DJs because like it's the music you want to hear. Like wedding bands typically have like a very specific set list that they want. They play like the classic wedding songs, and some of those just aren't it's great. It's not. Not fun. Now we'll say like I've had a couple of friends who have had incredible bands, but how much it costs to get those bands is something that we not worth it. It's like more than our entire wedding. I don't know. I I don't. I haven't been to as many weddings as as you have. Maybe more than, than at least Jenna has because I've got twenty one years. My family's huge, yo. But I bet Jenna's been more. She might have, but I've been. I think I've maybe been. I don't know how many, but I can. I, I think at least two. I've been seeing bands at. One was T.J. Walker's wedding, and that band was awesome. Nice. Uh, and the other was, uh, I remember a cousin, and it was my neighbor, who, who's a uh, couple of them have passed away since, but uh, they, they played it, and they were awesome doing it. Of course, I used to listen to them. They used to also play our derby parties, too. Oh, nice. uh, because So we, were they good, or did you just like them? They were, I liked them, but, but even like, for, for better, you know, non- uh, for you know, biased opinion because the neighbors, but the one TJ had was a real, really good band. I mean, I thought I enjoyed. It. I mean, I was like one of the few people that was there sober, at least off alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well Plus, TJ had a uh, a um, uh, what's it the um, a pretzel cart like they had at the, oh, in the yeah. office. Nice, had it set up, and I mean, I was I was just hanging out that thing. Did you see like Stanley over there? Did you see Draymond Green's wedding? What they had? Because a lot of people do the thing where it's like you have a cart for like I've had been friends weddings. They have like a cigar station or they have other things. He had a full blunt station at his. Nice. Wedding. And these are like 
gigantic, like... Oh, I bet. Yeah, you'd be dead if you, like, did the entire thing. I mean, he probably got married in Cali, too, so it was all good, right? Exactly, it was all legal. That's what, yeah, it was, like, a thing that you can do at weddings in California. Uh, We just take a break. We've talked too long. We'll come back. We have a couple of football nuggets to get to. Um, We have a couple of recruiting nuggets to get to. One good, one not so good on the football front. We'll do that, and we'll keep uh, roasting Jenna since it's her last day. It's the Mike Weatherford Show on a Wednesday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. got popular at the same time. Gilbert one Johnson, was named yeah. the Verve and one was named the Verve Pipe. Oh, so, that's rough. So this is the Verve Pipe. The Verve Pipe. And the was, Verve did Bittersweet Symphony. That was their only song, okay. yeah. Okay. And they ended up making like zero money off it because I think they got sued out the rear end by uh, Rolling Stone. Well, it's good because, you know, you're a slave to money, then you die. The whole song was about not not being a slave to I was kind of glad, too, to also, because that song, just, I just did not like that song at all. I didn't mind it, but then I, get, I, just, became, I can't think of it without thinking of Cruel Intentions. It just annoyed me. And I guess maybe it's because I never got into that movie either. No, I mean, I wasn't into it, but it just reminds me of it. Yeah. You were into it. I was definitely not into it. You were into it. He dies. Dead. Oh, he does? Dead. Spoiler. Filthy. Dead. Wait, wait, when did the movie come out? Does Michelle Gellar go in? The 2000s. Okay, then that uh, could no. be a spoiler. Anyway. Not directly, but kind of. Who's the Who's the goody good girl he tries to sleep with? The, the Reese Witherspoon. Was it Reese Witherspoon? Okay, I, yeah. I knew it was somebody What's famous. I couldn't remember. What are you talking about? Cruel Intentions. Oh, it's when Reese Witherspoon and Ryan Phillippe met. And they got married. Okay, they got divorced. I don't even know. The only thing that me on that movie because it came oh out. Oh my god! Because that movie came out like ninety six, ninety seven, I think. I thought it was like two thousand. But was it later? I'm gonna miss Jenna because she says stuff like I don't even know who Ryan Phillippe is, and it makes it reminds us like you need to shut up about stuff from the early two thousands because like people there are people listening who have no frame of reference for. No, they're famous though. He did. He was like kind of like uh, Josh Harnett and uh, Chris O'Donnell. They like they were just like there and then gone before you knew it. Chris O'Donnell was like mid nineties though. Hard well, Hard and Chris Hard O'Donnell was killed. Out. You knew what disappeared him. That was Batman and Robin because he was terrible. It was yeah, like, was I think he's doing an S- a CUSI now or something. A CUSI, CUSI, yeah. That <laughs> conference. But what did Josh Harnett do? Like, I, well, I guess Pearl Harbor. Why do you keep saying his name like that? Isn't it Harnett? Harnett. Harnett. Who cares? Well, do you know him, Jenna? No. See, <laughs> my sister used to be obsessed with Josh Harnett. Uh, he got ruined by Pearl Harbor, right? If he if he wasn't, he should have been. <laughs> I mean, that's, All right, we've got. Uh, I don't know, Trevor. It, I think the probably divorcing with Reese Witherspoon. 
and having allegations of not being a good guy, apparently. Uh, you, you haven't heard this one in a while. He's in a really under-the-radar movie that's pretty decent called Homegrown. You should check it out. Never seen it. I know. Watch it. I just, just want to have an excuse to say that. Now we've got Jenna here. It's Jenna's last day. She's first of all high school going, Jenna. It's her first week back to UofL. Good so far. I only have one professor who reminds me of uh, Roz from Monsters Inc. Okay. You know the paperwork lady? Familiar. Not yeah. Familiar. But everybody else I like a lot. You ever watch Monsters Inc.? No. I was probably what she's going to say me. Always watching. That's <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> 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 well, reminds me of Trevor. I thought that she was going to say I was getting nervous. No. <laughs> I like. Okay, so I looked her, I looked all my professors up on Rate My Professor, okay. as one does. Is that a real thing? Yeah. yeah. It was after art. It was after, well, you, you didn't Definitely remember. Definitely it was after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually was in college after I was in college. but No, I, that was like a plot line on How I Met Your Mother. I thought they just made it up. No, it's not a thing. Oh, okay. It was not around when I was in college. Yeah. So all of my professors have like a 4.5 rating or above. Which is good. And then I have one. Uh-oh. That has 72 awfuls and five greats. Are the five greats all That's the same last name as him? Well, her, it's a lady. Do you think she's aware of this? She has to be, right? I'm sure. So evidently, the reason that nobody likes her, from what I've heard, is that she goes on, like, tangents during class. And to make sure you're paying attention, she puts the things that she talks about that are random on the tests. Ah, so, like, if she goes home, if she's annoying. in class I, I talking about like that. I hate what it. her yeah. dog ate for breakfast, yeah. you better know that brand name on Friday when you take the test. That's the same teacher you would just, like, set up a tape recorder and just, like, go to sleep, No, right? dude, I was thinking about that. I had a high school <laughs> history teacher like that my sophomore year, and he was, he, like, after we, like, left, he basically got told to, like, tone it down at Trinity, mm-hmm. and I think he's gone now. But he would do this thing where, like, and I, I, it was a hard class, and sophomore year was the hardest year that, it, it, in high school, for me at least, for, I think, most people. And he would, yeah. you would, like, junior year? sophomore year, they tried to, like, weed you out. It was, it was when they threw everything at you. But, like, we, yeah, I'd study my ass off, I'd know, like, Every page for this quiz, I would like go over it, go over it, and he would do this thing where it was like, "What's the second word on page two? Yeah. Or like, be like, you know, I was, I, I told a story about my favorite baseball team when I was a kid. It's not that team anymore. What's my favorite baseball team now? And I was yeah. like, "You son of a bitch! Like, like this is this is ridiculous." Like, like I, I could see like doing something like that as like a bonus question at the end of a test. I was going to say, it was the thing that exactly. my, my yeah. calculus teacher in high school did that. He'd be like. Who's the fourth member of the Beatles? Like you know, like right. but those bonus points. Exactly. This calculus was hard, but I bet everybody's probably just like Ringo, even though they don't name it. Could the fourth member could be any of them, right? <laughs> but Ringo's the one that always comes forth. He always comes last. Don't do that to him. Well, like a cat. Wait, a Ringo fan there. Um, my cat's <laughs> name is Ringo because of that man. Ringo, because Ringo star, really? It's Ringo. I mean, he didn't need a last name. He's a cat. I'm good with that. Okay. I like that we have, so apparently, you know, the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. We're going to roast Jenna until we get out of here at 5, tell our favorite Jenna stories. And Jenna's family apparently has the text line, and they're going to share some stories, which I'm very Beautiful. excited about. We'll I don't think happen. they actually will. They just make empty threats. No, no. I want, I want, I want to come through yeah. on this one. Because I, I said this on Twitter. My favorite Jenna story, and we mentioned this yesterday. There are a lot of examples out there. It's I'm torn between the time she cussed on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. time she accidentally said the S word on air. Is that not the same thing? And then the time that she didn't know that she could say the S word on air. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my three favorites. All of them from the same day. The shock on her, on her, on her, three months from her after we like got mad at her. She's like, I didn't know. Is it that I wasn't being taught? Or when she yawned in the microphone? <laughs> the yawning was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was that was. Classic. But she did it like multiple times. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It was one time. It was one time that show. It was a, another show. She did it again. No, yeah. another show. I turned my head. You all saw me yawn. Then you tried to snitch it. on me. I, heard it. I also, I also like the uh, coming in here after she runs the board and finding random notes that look like suicide, like uh, like ransom Listen, notes. I would just we like need a mind hunter episode on Jenna. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to clear this up. Make no sense. Once and for all, 
as I've told you before, I can't doodle. I have no artistic ability. So, so when I'm bored, I just write down the things y'all are saying. Worst stenographer ever. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, basically, I'm a secretary. You're welcome. But, the, but you the, got show notes. The notes make no sense. Yeah. You don't know how to read them. It's just random words. No. Like, one just says like Stoops got over. So I just have to move on to the next sentence. Texas says, has, uh, has Jenna listened to Maya Hawk, a.k.a. Robin from Stranger Things, talk yet to hear the resemblance yet? You d- I think you did, or your dad did, and said... I did. It's not the same. I don't think I sound like her. I think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit, too, yeah. I think that she, her voice is higher than mine, but she has more rasp, whereas my voice is deeper. That's what kind of remind me of. I, you got, I you got some actually. You got, I, I like it. Texas says, um, I hate to poop on the going away no. party, but thoughts on this insider uh, board post. Here we go. What, is, what does this say? Are we getting more into this insider board stuff? This is not about UK, though. Okay. What did Louisville do? Oh, no. This is this is about Kenny Payne. On paper, last year's backcourt is miles ahead of this year's version. That's tough to type, but it's true. Kind of agree. Uh, the really odd thing about KP this offseason is that he has done two things that are the opposite of what everyone expected him to do. One, he actively went against Calipari's talent acquisition model by shunning one-and-dones uh, in terms of transfers. And two, he has hidden his widely lauded charismatic personality by hardly ever making public statements or taking advantage of social media. There may be a bastard plan, but a lot of people in the know are kind of perplexed. Hasn't coached his first game yet, so who knows? Okay, first of all, the last line there is the most important. Yeah, because he hasn't coached It's all speculation. How did he shun one and duns? He's going after a buttload of them for next year. Yeah, I mean, I guess we're talking. He said in the transfer portal, which I don't think that we <laughs> didn't go after one and duns. I think we just didn't get one and duns. Yeah. I mean, we did go after. We maybe didn't go after all of them, but we did go after a few, and we we certainly backed out. off of your money base. That yeah. was, I think, that's on record. I think, but Hunter could be considered a one and done despite a sophomore transfer. And I would expect Tyrese Hunter to go yeah. pro. Which, by the way, did you see? Like they had, a, there was an interview of Iowa State players, and they were like, "Which game are you most excited for next year?" And one guy, like they're like, "Oh, we're playing in Matt, like we're playing at Bahamas or something." And this, the, I can't remember who it was. It's, it's their point guard. He's like Texas. It's like I don't even gotta say his name. Y'all know who. And like nice. Tyrese Hunter like retweeted and it was like. It's like, we're coming. Like, I, I, I'm now I'm excited for Iowa State. There might be a fight in that game. <laughs> but I would have been a lot cooler if he'd come here. But, I mean, the whole, am I surprised that Kenny Payne hasn't been as visible? A little bit, yeah. Like, this is when you capitalize as being, like, the new popular head coach. I mean, Chris Mack was everywhere before his first season. He was doing, Yeah, but that didn't turn out too well either. It didn't, but, like, but still he generated a lot of enthusiasm for that first season because, like, you know, everybody wants to, especially when you're coming on the heels of a, quote-unquote, failed tenure, which is how we view the Chris Mack tenure. You, like the new guy is always going to be the most popular guy in town, and you can't you can't screw that up until you start coaching games. Like if he makes an appearance at a you know captain's quarters doing the these the Cardinal Caravan stuff, like whatever he says is going to be treated as the, the Lord's word. I'm surprised we haven't seen him out and about doing more stuff like that. But again, I mean, he's done that's he's done, he's done, he's style. He's, he's a quiet guy. He's done less than a handful of media interviews since his, his hire. He did the one with like Tom Lane or. Eric Crawford, did he do? He did a couple. He he does the thing where it's like U of L says you need to get out there, and he'll do like yeah. all the new stations in like on the same day. He's I mean, he's, 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 I mean, we, we, but, and we talked. I don't know about it's shy, but he just he's not a big. I mean, be a fan of the spotlight on him, and that's the thing that I disagree with about the the, the post that coincides with the fact he keeps everything close to the best as well. Right, Re- referring to him as this widely lauded charismatic personality. I, I think that that's different than cause I, that's not what I've heard about Kenny Payne. I've heard that he's extremely well liked. I think mm. everybody likes him. Everybody loves his personality, but he wasn't seen as this sort of vivacious like. 
out there, like Eric Musselman, over the top type personality. No. That was never what you were going to get with Kenny Payne. He was described by everybody as like reserved. But behind closed doors, can be a funny guy. But he wasn't ever going to do the thing where it's like, I'm out and uh, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm doing a car wash. I'm doing like that's not who you're getting with Kenny Payne. I mean, and you, and you, for all we know, I mean, when Charlie Strong got here, he was kind of kind of close close to the vest originally, and he, he kinda, did a lot of stuff though. And he came out of his shell a little more as as his career level came around. Now, obviously, not to levels of like you know, like you said, like Muscleman or or Pearl or even Cal to that level. But he did come kind of come out of his shell by the end. And, and I'm not saying that Kenny Payne will do that, but I could see maybe once he gets his feet established, you may see him more out in the public doing things once I think we've got a winning tradition going or at least some more positive things going on the court all these these criticisms all these you know the, the response to the criticisms all the pros and the cons at the end of the day none of them mean nothing mean anything until we start playing games well that's yeah this I mean, is not a, like him online. him not being visible enough publicly according to some people him maybe not going after or getting some of these transfers they like it's great fodder for the summer. We're still, I mean, we're 10 days away from kickoff, thank God. But it only becomes a big deal if this team tanks. And I think on top of that, the 2023 class isn't going well. Then all this stuff starts to matter. Until then, it's just, it's just speculation. And I say this to somebody who was very, I think, weary of, wary of, of, of hiring Kenny Payne back when we were doing the coaching search stuff. Yeah, but... But you have to at least give him a chance. You and I... Uh, and I, this is not giving him a chance. I was slightly weary with you, but neither of us were for the type of guy he was. We're just weary no, for not the at coach all. he is. Yeah. Not at all. And we'll find out. We, I mean, have, we don't know yet. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I mean, I think, you know, he could be a complete hermit for all I give a plea. Exactly. He's winning games. I mean... I don't have to hear Kenny... Like I said, when we, when we were coming in, like, I hadn't really heard him talk. I didn't need to hear him talk. I don't need to hear him talk ever if he's going to win at the highest possible level. Now, if he wins Louisville five national titles in the next 20 years, he doesn't have to say a word. Now, if, he's, if <laughs> he doesn't win right man. away, he needs to have thick skin. Now, that that's a given, and that's something that... Hell, he, I mean, even if he does win right away, he's going to need to have thick skin. Well, probably. You can't have this job unless you have... Because even right. if, if he... If he's got to be aware of that, if right? If we win the Maui Invitational... There's still going to be some people out there who are like, yeah, but, and he's going to have to be able to deal with this. I mean, Mac wasn't prepared for it. Gillespie clearly wasn't prepared for it. I think Tubby was, but did as best as he could. Plus, Tubby started in a in pre-internet era and then ended in internet era, so a little different as well. This is where I think Kenny Payne being, like, you know, this is where this criticism of him not being visible enough and kind of being reserved, this is where it could actually help him. Because the man is not, like, he's not running his Twitter account. Like, I, and if you think he is, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he's not an online person. Is he running his TikTok? I don't think he has a TikTok. <laughs> Chris Mack was almost too online for his own good. Well, like, yeah. When I found out that he was like listening to every podcast episode and texting people about it, I was like, cool. And also, oh no, you don't need to be spending any time listening to me on my Skype, like crack, crappy, like like talking podcast. Like, I mean, yeah, he should be like watching game film. Exactly. Like you don't need to. You just have better things to be doing. Really? There, especially in a place like this where we talk about the basketball program 365 days a year. You can always find somebody who's discussing what you are doing well and what you aren't doing well. And that can drive you crazy if you let it. I don't think Kenny Payne's the type of guy who's going to do that. And that's a good thing for a place like Louisville if we're talking about having thick enough skin. But, like, if it gets so bad that it's you know, coming at you from all angles... It's unavoidable to play. I mean, if you're Chris Mack, too, are you re- was Chris Mack really listening to the podcast? Because, I mean, if you're Chris Mack, that sounds like, like, that sounds like an intern job. He like, is. I have interns. He himself. 
I'd have the intern listen and maybe bring me cliff notes or something mentioned about me. No, he was. That was, that was what Patino. Patino would do the thing where it's like, my guys tell me what people are saying. Yeah. Come here. I mean, that's fine. Because there would be a lot of times. To a degree. And Charlie Strong did that too, where it was like, you know, his the, the people around him would be like, this person's saying that, this person's saying this. And I think that's where, I've told this story before, I think that's where like Tom Jurich kind of had an overinflated view of, I'll say his name again, Matt Jones, um, because the people around him were saying Matt Jones is saying this, Matt Jones is saying that, and George, who like, like did not know how to use the internet, basically, if you wanted him to read something, you would print it out and put it on his desk. He's having all these people that he's you know basically hired to, to let him know what's going on out there, telling him this guy is saying all this and it's having this gigantic ripple effect, and I think it made... Tom think that this was a bigger deal than it was, which in turn made KSR and Matt Jones a much, much bigger deal to a lot of U of L people and to Jerks himself. And I think that like now it's it's different. I think you have a lot of these coaches, the younger ones will do this all themselves. Kenny Payne is not a, a, a guy who grew up with this. Yeah, He's not, not from that generation. So I think that this in a way could wind up helping him. All right, uh, we've got to go to break because we've talked over the top of the hour. We'll do that. We'll come back. We'll take more of your text. We'll get into some of these football nuggets uh, on the recruiting front. Uh, also, a, a story that I wanted to tell, which you know, may or not be sad. We can, we, we can do it quickly. Uh, it's, it's sad. It's important. I want to tell it. We'll do it. Um, before we take a break, though, remind you guys about our friends over at First Bankers Trust. Invest in you, Trevor Kelsey. Invest in you, Jenna Fox. Invest in you, whoever's listening to this, by making the first choice in wealth management, which is going to First Bankers Trust. Visit their website at firstbankerstrust.com, and you'll find out that they've got you covered, not just with your wealth investment management, but also comprehensive financial planning, trust and estate services, and my goodness, so much more. I mean, invest in First Bankers because they invest in you. Exactly. Firstbankerstrust.com. It's where they put trust, dot, 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 first. Love First Bankers Trust. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hour number two is on the way. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Right over there, sat on the stairs, stay or leave The cabinets are bare and I'm unaware of just how we got into this mess Got so aggressive, I know we meant all good intentions So pull me closer, why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over, I can't just let you go Virginia back in the day would watch all the like celebrity Sesame Street songs, and Mary Morris actually had a really cute one. It was good. I don't know who that is. She sings that song with Zed. Oh, no, I, I know this song is Zed. It's the only thing I know it is. Zed is like he. Because Zed's easy to remember. DJ. Yeah, the oh. DJ, like very easy. I thought Zed was the girl. No, it's no, Mary Morris. DJ. Oh, plus I didn't know this song until I. Well, TJ brought it to my attention, but for the longest time I just remembered it from the Target commercial. Okay. Okay. Kind of how I knew the song. There's a lot of songs I know mainly because of Target because the commercials. You don't remember being in the Target commercial? No. Yeah, unless it was popular. It goes, oops, whoops, wait, aha. Uh-huh. That's our Sesame Street song. 
It's a oh, banger. I was like, what are we talking Straight about? Straight banger. <laughs> uh, we got to do, welcome to an hour or two. Short show today. We're out of here. Matter. It goes uh-huh. uh, We got a short show. We're out of here at 5 o'clock today. We got Cardinal Insider coming up at 5 to 6. And then early bats game again, 6.05 coverage, 6.35 first pitch. The bats will try to take uh, another game from the Toledo Mudhead. Oh, no, they will. They will. Look, going for two in a row. We're with Jim Kelch on the road with them, too. Oh, love Jim Kelch. He took, he took a road trip to Toledo on this, on this one. Love Jim Kelch. So. Uh, we got Trevor Kelsey here. We got Jenna Fox here. Jenna's last day as an intern. We're sad to see her go. Uh, people <laughs> on Twitter are very happy that uh, <laughs> no, no, not that she's leaving. Wow, they're very complimentary. <laughs> David said she made the Dead of Summer Radio quite enjoyable. I agree with that. Texture says my favorite Jenna memory is when she would put you two clowns in your place when needed. Good ship and luck at uh, <laughs> at school this year, Jenna. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Um, he calls YouTube clowns. YouTube clowns. Oh, they call it YouTube. The pair of you. Know. I was like, what? Is that a thing? YouTube clowns? 5024 and 4 We'll take more of your text in a second. But it's a sad, sad day. Um, a, a sad day of remembrance, I guess. Because exactly a year ago today, something very special happened. Do you remember what that was? Did that, does it, was it today the one year anniversary of the, the 5 o'clock bender hour? No, but another, this was a great, I do remember the show and being very, like, enjoying the show doing it. Um, it's the one year anniversary of the formation of the Alliance. Oh, how, how, you were gone before we got to know you, but Alliance. Hopes were bright. <laughs> we spent more time talking about it than the last The future year. looked optimistic. <laughs> And uh, reading back on like their take, which by the way, if you don't remember, which God, why would you? The alliance was the a- after the news broke about Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Pac-12 got together. They're like, you know what? We're forming it, and they, they, they had the audacity to use the word historic. They referred to it as a historic alliance that will bring 41 world-class institutions together on a collaborative approach surrounding the future evolution of college athletics. It was the... Maybe they meant historic by it's going to be history soon. It was the fewest hard details that have ever been put in a single press release in the history of press releases. They put this out there like, we're forming an alliance. And people are like, well, what does this mean? They're like... It's going to be a great partnership between a lot of great institutions. It's an alliance. What, what is what, it's, it's, it's a clever name. What, 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 what does this mean? What are you guys going to do together? What, we have this alliance. It's going to be great. <laughs> ha, have you signed anything? No, we don't need to sign anything. We our trust word each is, other. Our word is our oak, and it's stronger than oak. <laughs> it's great. And then they're like, we're going to do some scheduling stuff, and it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. And then like nine months later, the only thing that they got together to do was some sort of deal about, I think, um, like... Black History Month, they got together to do something together, and then USC and UCLA are like, oh, by the way, we're going to the, the Big Ten. I hope it wasn't because we're of not that. I hope it was because they did a Black History Month thing. I don't think that was the call. <laughs> okay, good. But let's spread that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> let's, make, let's make Mick Cronin and Andy Enfield look bad. It's time to be telling that it just didn't work out well for them. They were in charge of that effort. <laughs> they said enough's enough. <laughs> the... Uh, I mean, there's a lot of something we're going to go back and tell like our kids about, and they're like, "No, you're grandpa, you're on your medicine." The alliance is something I forgot. <laughs> Both. You're on your medicine. Put it in the book, Trevor. Bye. Oh, my name's Jenna. I, I, you, I will Trevor. cry. Put it in the book, Jenna. Jeez, my mind's gone. It's long gone. He's off his medicine. Play me. That liquid IV got you all. Liquid IV got me all. Yeah, I can't, can't, can't think. You have a liquid IV in there? It's uh, that liquid IV. Put it in there. Oh, okay. Hydrating. What, what was what, what was a waster a waster what was a waste, more waste of time? I, I'm starting to think that I don't actually have long COVID. I've just been doing the show with you for 12 months, and it's making me think that my mind. I get to like a contact eye every show, and like my short term memory is gone because of that. 
I think that's that's that on people. I think that's the issue. Contact high. <laughs> <laughs> I did my shirt laundry. Um, the Alliance, or what was the group called that had like uh, Condoleezza Rice and Great Hill and the Commission on College Basketball? Yeah, that one. Yeah, and had nobody who was an active participant. Nobody had basketball. any business on the commission as well. It was like John Thompson as he was about to be like, <laughs> yes. like had one foot in the grave. Well, what was more pointless, that or the Alliance? Uh, the Alliance. Without question. Because <laughs> they were both pretty useless. The Commission on College Basketball... Is it even around anymore? What? The Commission on... Well, no, they were only organized to, like, put in, like, a set of requests about wh- what college basketball should be moving forward. And they did that. They at least... They had a set goal. They accomplished it. They put out these recommendations. I don't think college basketball ever followed them. No, I don't remember But they did their job. But they did their job. I don't remember the, the recommendations. We don't even know what they were attempting to do, and they did nothing, and now it's gone. But so happy you can't one be disappointed in them, though, because they didn't give you any expectations. The, the lesson here is never try. The thing yeah. is, when UCLA and, 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 and USC bounced, and, like, people were already making jokes that the Alliance is dead, most of people's response to that was, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I kind of was the same. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, the Alliance. I made fun of it for a solid two days and then forgot it existed. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think everyone did. Now, you say the Alliance accomplished nothing, but they were trying to do this thing where it's like, we're going to schedule long-term games. Like, how cool would it be <laughs> to see Louisville playing Oregon at 10 o'clock on the West Coast? And you may say, well, that never came to fruition. Oh, no, no, no. Just today. Wake Forest and Maryland announced that they have added a home-and-home series for 2030 and 2031. Oh, wow. Don't say the Alliance never gave you nothing. <laughs> wow, Wake Forest to Maryland, huh? This is what the Alliance was set up for. The dream is being realized. So just a, a, ma- a matchup between two former conference opponents anyway? Yeah. <laughs> People forget. Is this basketball or football, football matchup? Oh, yeah, that makes it even more exciting. It's bad. I, mean, I would hope the basketball would be okay, at least, wouldn't it? Be yeah, reason to watch it. Damning uh, special. The fan bases would care. Texas, what happened to Trevor's website? By the way, <laughs> you can still find it. You gotta go dig. Is it a still? It was a WordPress. I don't think you can find WordPress. It's probably gone. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I had a Blogspot one, the very first one I did. Yeah, Blogspot still I, exists. I, I'm sure it does. Like yeah. I signed in Blogger account. I did it for like five months, and then SB Nation signed me, and then it was. I have to go because I, I also did some some blog work as well. Right after that. Uh, under a pen name. Did I ever tell you that? No, what was your pen name? It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a funny thing is, so, I don't know, in the detail, I was like, it was well, Kelsey ma- Trevor. No, like, the most, <laughs> like, like, dude, <laughs> game five. <laughs> you remember Rob Jones, and we were like, yeah. maybe we should, I was doing something, but I was also working on the rail station, so like, maybe she's a pen name. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So we're like, what can I call it? And I don't know why, we were just, it's both, you, you, you as a Reds fan know this name, and we, I just, me and our, in our age, me and Rob were like, remember this, this Chris player? Like, he had the funniest name. I'm like, yeah, let's use that. So my pen name was Larry Lubers. I love it. <laughs> and, and then when I did the first Bats game, Nick and Jim are talking. Apparently, they're all friends with, like, Larry Lubers. <laughs> and they name drop him. I'm like, did you see Larry Lubers? And Nick's like, yeah. <laughs> like... I used his a pin name, so I, I spelled it differently though. He spelled it like L U E. It was yeah, I think that's right. I spelled it as L O O B, just um, as, as it sounds. Sure, it looks I, fake. Uh, I mean, I, it's, it's a real name. name. Like if you Google, I wonder if anything I've ever written. The, the only thing I ever wrote that probably had any like thing worth reading and only that much was the interview I did with uh, Brandon Bender when he was uh, it just come out with the the uh, the quarterback stuff. There are no results. No results. Google Larry Lubbers. Probably a good thing. Internet's have to get me, I swear. Probably a good thing. The LES report also, I think, has been scrubbed from the internet. No! Yeah. 
The insight I had on some of those college baseball games with Louisville was just brilliant. And that's still around. It's still around. There it is. Is it really? The last post was on March 7th, 2010. That wasn't even... Rob Jones, key to victories versus Marquette. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, it couldn't have been me. I think I already started... I was already at the radio station by then. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only post that comes up is a Rob Jones post? No, the the website's still there. You can scroll through it. Oh, is it really? Yeah, you can take a look at it. Go look at people. We might get the most clicks it's ever got in history. Text, uh, the, the guy, the, the person who asked about wedding uh, song help on the first playlist just now says, this was the most helpful thing because now I know what not to play. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. He's going to text back in a month. Thanks for the divorce, guys. That's rough. <laughs> Texas, I should have cheated by Keisha, uh, Keisha Cole. Would it be a great song to play at a wedding? No. 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 Gold no. digger. Texas, Matt Jones is a combination of Tucker Carlson and Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> He's not, no, he's not. By the way, why would you put him to Tucker Carlson? It's like the worst. Is it just like the punchability factor? Cause, uh, yeah, because... Can we all agree, like, what, it, of what side of the aisle you fall on, that Tucker Carlson is infinitely punchable? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I would say this about, if he was a spouting the most liberal nonsense possible, I would say the exact same thing. Yeah, he still looks like the kind of guy you just want to give him a wedgie and put his hand in the you toilet. Just, you just want to punch him. And hit flush. You just want to, yeah. Just yeah, nonstop. Give him a little face flush. shove. Maybe even put a cherry cherry bomb in there first. Get out of my face. I tell you this, the wedding song has to be shy if I ever fall in love again. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Not boys to men. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> Play my voice to men. <laughs> song for mama. <laughs> I had a friend who did his first dance with his mom to that song. He comes out, he comes out, the last song is Good Riddance by Green Day. <laughs> uh, Texas first time texter for Jenna's last day hello from her mama mama mama, ta- Hi, mama rocks. we love you thank you for you. letting our daughter do the show <laughs> did you say our daughter yeah you did <laughs> we've adopted, we adopted her she's all of ours now okay Five zero two four one four. a little different way sounds like something I'd say but alright Texas what has Jenna learned from her internship that Master P is a person she definitely got her money's worth <laughs> What I said that. What are the five things you've learned from doing your internship? Oh, no, boy. She has to work the board. Well, yeah, she has learned the board. board. I learned that I can't say certain words. I learned what words I can't say. On the radio, um, good, yeah. I learned what it feels like to be put in timeout as an adult. <laughs> that, um, that's true. <laughs> that's true as well. And I learned that people have beef with music overlapping their commercials because mm-hmm. evidently they really want to listen to the commercials. Oh, I love my music. That was four. That was five. That's four. That four. I literally counted on my hand. That's four. I'm going four. Four. Yeah, one more. I just want one more anyway. Can't say certain words. Learned what words I couldn't say. No, just give us one no, more to grow on then. That's, that's, that's the same thing. <sighs> Come on. You had to learn more than just those things. You got to go to a celebrity event? I did. That was nice. I did. Every now and then there are perks. Yeah, I got to talk to Peyton Siva. There you go. Yeah, there you go. And he was so fed up. Not with me, with Trevor. Because <laughs> I just pulled him on the radio and stuck a headset yeah, on him. Sounds about right. Yeah, and so every time he was talking, he, was he had like, no idea what I was going at. And then he'd look at me and I'd be like, <laughs> so, so well, I mean, he, he comes up to him. I'm like, come on, man. I was like, you got, you can give us a minute. You average five assists a game. You're a given, dude. And he's just like, okay. He's presented on. <laughs> so I talked to him like a minute. He's beautiful up close. Yes, he he's a good looking guy. He's also very nice. Like one of those guys that you, you hope is as nice as you want him to be when you meet him. And then he is. And he is. Which is, again... If I he wasn't, he would have just told me to buzz off and walked away. I also got to talk to his dad, who's like a his local celebrity. His dad's the cool guy. His dad was yeah. sitting behind us. I talked to him for many Yeah, His dad is still he super is. nice. His he worked, kids were there. They were precious. He worked at, um, not Left Field Lounge, um, 
High Point Lounge for a little bit. Like when we used to go there, we'd go there every now and then. And he was working at the bar there, and he still was always like the nice. I'd be like, "Dude, you remember?" He's like, "Mike Rutherford." I'm like, "Yeah, I love that." We took a picture together every single time. I he love just it. He's great. He's the man. I love yeah, High Point Lounge a few times in my day. High Point Lounge is great. I don't know what that is. It's yeah, a yeah. little yeah. It's a bar that didn't do a very good job of carding for a while. Mm. It didn't. Bar Broken Dreams. So I worked at the video store next to it, and when I was uh, before I was even twenty one, of course you did. Yeah, and I would walk over there sometimes after the video store and have a beer too. Texas says you can't be YouTube clowns if the show isn't on YouTube. I'm looking at you, Trevor. Any day now. And why are you looking at me? I didn't do anything. No, like I'm getting angry for the people who you've been telling for however long that you would put it on YouTube. Like myself. The, yeah. Because that was what I was. You doing. all can do that on your own day, <laughs> like so. Because that was what I was. How doing. do we do it on our own? You don't have to have a specific camera to go on YouTube. They. Of all the things you didn't learn in, in the time you've known me is that you think I can do something on YouTube. Oh, you. You dude, think I know how to load something on YouTube? It's so self-explanatory. I have a YouTube account. I don't. Ah, but I'm not going to record the whole show on my phone. I don't know. I mean, I don't no, know. I mean, it's supposed to be like a live something. stream. Like, I, they need, they were saying they were going to set, like they, they gave me the whole outlet. They had this whole layout. Well, yeah, kind of, but Dugan's like, well, I think the problem is, and I'm like, yeah. they're, you know, they're doing the new studio over there, I think is the, is the, the hold up, but it's been over a year, which is fine. Um, I'm more, like, I don't even want the YouTube cameras, but I think the listeners do. They want to see what Trevor does during a break, which is horrible. Which is understandable. <laughs> <laughs> be very weary what you asked for. <laughs> Texas, I'm here for Club Jenna. We may not wait. That may not be safe for work. Club Jenna, that's good. Because she cusses. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, the plural on that was unnecessary. Texas says uh, Jenna also learned that Capitol Grill is the best restaurant. No. <laughs> oh my God! Did I tell you guys that my boss said something to me about talking oh, no. about Jay Alexander's? Oh, no. Not in a bad way. So he okay, he called me the other day to see if I would pick up a shift. I said no. And then after the fact, he was like, okay, cool. Guess what? And I was like, what? And he was like, my brother-in-law listens to the show. And he said that somebody, he said you. He said he heard you on the radio. And I was like, well, I said that was cool, whatever we got off the May have been me. But then I was confused because how the heck did he know who I was and that I worked at Redlands Grill and all of that, right? Oh, he also told him that I was trash in Capitol Grill. So I thought I was going to get in trouble. But I didn't. He loved it. So you're up the company, right? But uh, point being, I don't know how they came to the realization that it was me and that you were talking about Jay Alexander's. Yeah, like it's not hard to figure out. You don't know who I am. Like he doesn't know who I am. If people want Ryan's brother-in-law, this is less than seven from radio. If people want to find out something badly enough that you make a vague reference to on the radio, they're gonna find it out very quickly. Okay, dope. That's gonna happen. Like I have tried to get away with that before. I will never throw out vague references that I'm not okay with people figuring out yeah. again. Because there have been times where I'm like, oh, I guess I can just do this. And then I'm like, oh my God, this person like dug through like right. that person's Instagram and found <laughs> out about it. Well, it, it, didn't, it didn't bother me. It was just weird. Good. Like, I don't know how they came to that conclusion. Because somebody did say, text in yesterday, or Monday, mm-hmm. and said, you know, because you texted in from your, get telling the story about on your shift. Yes. And says, Jenna's a waitress somewhere. Like, where does she work? I'd love to give her a big tip. And I'm like, can we say that? I anymore? would love for you to give me and a big tip. And we said, tip. because, I said, because you I had said, mentioned it on air. I, yeah. I said, don't, I was against You were against it, but I was like, she's talked about it on air. I feel like that's okay. Yeah. And I, you know, our text line's safe. We're good. Everybody's, everybody means well. That's what world are we living in? We're on the voice of reason over here. I don't think you're the that's voice of reason. That's not voice of reason. I had said it before. Oh, yeah. Texas, Jenna should teach you guys how to make a TikTok instead of YouTube. <laughs> That'd I'm be funny. Getting, uh, no, you I'm just sorry. I'm funny not... clips of the show. No. Trevor won't even do Instagram. No, Trevor, I'm not. No, I don't. Quit being a Debbie Downer. You can't no. Do when everybody calls you old, you sound like an old man, right? I'm not doing the TikTok. I'm TikTok. I drew the line at Twitter. That was, that was it. <laughs> Facebook, I was okay with. Twitter, I got aboard. 
I'm done. I draw the line. That's it. So, no more. I don't want you on TikTok. Easily without. I don't want to be on the TikTok. I think that's the right the right move to go to make. What for what though? What's the issue? What's like? Why don't want to be on TikTok? Why don't want to be too much for him? Okay. Yeah, I just don't need it. He's got too much stuff going on. I just if it's on Twitter, I don't. Yeah, I don't need it all. I'm good. I got Twitter. I got. He's got to get seven movies in a night. Yeah. Yeah. Or just hey, be me nice. I'm hooked on the show now because of you. He's watching Friday Night Lights. Okay. I, I watched the first seven episodes last night. He did. Nice. I mean, that's seven hours if you think about it. Texas, I can't understand why anybody would want to watch you all talk. Radio is for listening, not watching. I've never understood that, that there is a, a appeal to, like, like I also never understood why anybody would want to watch another person watch video games or play video games. Don't get And that's that all either. kids do these days. I know. Yeah. Okay, so I will say I listen Baffled to a lot name. of podcasts, uh-huh. and I love watching podcasts on YouTube. See, I because don't. I don't either. Because, first of all, you if it's people that you like a lot like mm-hmm. so like the people who listen to you you know that they enjoy like mm. okay majority of the people half of the people that listen to you a small group okay they like you they like to listen yes. to you they listen to you every day it's fun to see those people interact with other people so like i watch um there's some people that i used to watch on youtube that now have a podcast and so they have video for their podcast the way that they interact is fun there's things that you miss just listening to people sure. rather than being able to I get see that. them there's like physical comedy, like stuff like that. I, I enjoyed that part of it. I understand so, that. So I just text her. There's your opposition. That's not me, but I know that these. I mean, all these shows do videos now mm-hmm. for a reason. Like Levitard's been doing videos forever. A lot, even like local radios that a lot of places will do. I mean, like us, will do. I mean, we did it when I was the with Dave and Scott. Yeah, that was on. T- it was simulcast on TV. You guys were ahead of the game. Yeah. Well, I think Mike and Mike may have beat us to it, but yeah. Well, I mean, Mike and Mike is national show. <laughs> It's also like I listen to podcasts while I'm driving, but if I'm, I can't just listen to it while I'm like sitting down. I need something for my eyeballs. I only do it when I'm like doing mindless tasks around the house or when I'm walking the dog. Right, but where you need your eyeballs. Yeah. Like I would rather sit down and watch a podcast than sit down and watch a TV show sometimes. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I once saw a father daughter dance to Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye at a wedding. Oh, that's not. No. 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 (laughs) You did not have to share that. No, that's that's not okay. That's funny. Uh, Texas TikTok would be horrible for Trevor's assumed porn addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big part of it. From I like that it's assumed. Wait, wait, wait it, huh? There's. Did be on TikTok? TikTok is pervy. But for, they uh, also have really strict community people. guidelines. Yeah, you yeah, are, but I don't. Trevor perked up very quickly. Yeah, time. but Twitter, Twitter doesn't have those guidelines, so I'm sticking with Twitter. Okay. I have been very scared of the things. You know how Twitter tells you, like, blah, blah, liked, and then it shows you? Yes. People I went to high school with, nasty. It is yeah. so frightening when I'm scrolling through Twitter in the middle of the grocery store and something pops up like that. I do like when I get the like a creepy hate message from a UK fan that says, like, the most vile thing possible, and I instantly am like, I know you've got porn likes. <laughs> and so you and I'm going to call likes. you out. And I... <laughs> I would say I would say eighty five percent of the time I call it correctly, mm-hmm. and I go to that person's likes, and it's usually like you know, political thing, political thing, a lot of boobs, a lot of boobs, <laughs> gross, gross video, and I'm like, hey buddy, guess what? You're about to get called out publicly. Yeah, I said that thing. So sorry. See, I never lost account listen, five minutes later. Listen, I'm 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 not gonna like deny like the the, the enjoyment of watching porn or like just like be okay. We don't about need, it. we don't need to get into this. But I'm just saying. But that's something I never stood like when you go to some of the sites how they have Facebook shares on the videos. Like, who actually goes to a porn video site and, like, shares their video they're watching? It's a fair question. Like, I, that's... I, I have no shame in the minute I watch it, but I'm not going to, like, share it on my timeline. 
Like, hey, look, Trevor's in the little Asian today. Okay. Like, I mean, I don't want to, nobody's going to see that. Let's, let's move on. That's, 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 <laughs> that's enough. We could have got through my last day so briefly. Texas, <laughs> <laughs> explain the rationale behind watching dudes play basketball, but not get watching dudes play video games. I mean. Well, I don't want dudes sit on the bench, so that, that because I want to watch the play. I yeah, mean, I mean, I feel like there's, I mean, again, maybe this is just a generational thing. Well, like, I like playing basketball, but I'm not as good as the professionals who are, or college players who are going to play. That makes it a lot more exciting. And I guess you could say, like, these people are professional video game players, but I don't think that, like, like are most people watching it because it's funny? I, I don't I understand. Guess, I, I don't just, know. If I'm, doing, if I'm doing something with video games, I want to be playing them. The only time I've ever watched anyone play a video game is, because, is, during, is when I was trying to find something on Red Dead Redemption, and I couldn't. I spent hours trying to find like this treasure chest, and I couldn't find. It. I got annoyed, so I just Googled it yeah. and watched somebody you know do it, and then I could find. Out and that this is the only time I've ever watched someone play a video game. Last time I'll ever do it, unless I need to find something else on another board. I, I don't get it. I understand this. I don't ever understand it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not hating on it. It's fine to each his own, but I get that this happens with generation stuff. Like there are certain things that you just can't understand because you didn't grow up with it, or you know, for whatever reason. I understand that it's popular. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying I don't get it. I think the biggest part of it is that you have to enjoy video games like aggressively. And I do. So, I, I do. I, I do though. I do enjoy them. Now I don't play the Fortnite and stuff like that. But the Fort. Can you stop having fun for everything? You call it the Kroger. <laughs> it's Kroger's. It's poor. again the hybrid fifteen-year-old boy, seventy-two-year-old man personality just coming out all the time. Somewhere meeting in the middle, like Zed. Somewhere, which is <laughs> kind of accurate. But uh, Texas, I don't need the video of the show until the pole vault attempt happens outside. There you go. <laughs> That's why you need TikTok. That would be a perfect TikTok. Trevor trying to pole vault. I mean, uh, scary, yeah, scary video would work for that as well. <laughs> I mean, just, just, so where are you going to post it? On Twitter? Facebook. Texas watching Packer and Durham on ACC Network was thrilling. Well, if Packer and Durham were doing it, <laughs> now we've got to. Texas Maven and Rummage's show is streamed on YouTube. I know, they've been doing it. Like, Marcus was ahead of the game. He was doing all that stuff, like, even when I was back Dude, there. He's, he was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. But I am not that tech savvy. Nor do I, like, want to put be. that much time into it. Uh, Texas a mix of both. <laughs> Texas, step one, Jenna asks TK how he feels about the smallest issue possible. Two, TK proceeds to make a beautiful mountain out of a molehill. Three, she posted on TikTok for profit. <laughs> <laughs> step four, we get bags of money symbols on it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good plan. Texas, I can't, I can't read that one. Texas. I hate when you do that. I, I know. I understand why you do it, but like, I need you to just read it and then not say anything. Or at least read it in the cleaner version. That one I couldn't clean up. I couldn't do it. Texas, is it me or does Matt Jones sound kind of like Dan Dockage? I've never I don't thought that. that. No, I've never thought that at all. Dockage has a very, I think, specific voice. It is you, Texas. What? I said it is him. He oh, said, yeah. "Is it me?" No, it is him. Yeah. Uh, Texas says, did Roush enjoy the chicken at the kickoff luncheon at the Croge? <laughs> were you always big on talking about the, the, pre, the pre-media meals when you were doing No, because I never did media stuff. You never went to... Mm-mm. I think I got... I seriously think I got press credentials for Louisville one year just so I could eat dinner every day at a game. Like, I, I got them just so I could get the food. That's how broke I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was good food. Center Plate does a good job. Texas, my favorite Jenna moment was her telling Trevor there's no way he pays enough attention to movies that he doesn't need the subtitles to know what's going on. <laughs> it's a fair point. I hate subtitles. They're so good. We don't have to get back into this. Yeah. Texas, I've been in 10 weddings. I've been the best man five times. Man, can anyone come close to those numbers? He's such a good friend. I've been in 11 weddings, but I've only been the best man once. I don't believe it. I've only been in one wedding, and that was when I was the ring bearer as a kid. 
I was a ring bearer once. No, I was a usher as a kid. I was a ring bearer for my uh, my mom's friend Ellie's wedding. I've been in eleven weddings. Mary's been in like seventeen. She's been in more than I have. I think she's made of honor at least twice. I've been to two times. cousins' weddings in the last couple of years, and I wasn't in either. Oh man, being best man is not. I loved being in weddings. Best man is it's, it's almost too much pressure. One, you have to hold the ring like all day. I check my pocket at least thirty five thousand times throughout the day. How many times were you best man? Just once. Just once. Okay. But I and then the speech happens. So like his wedding was in Chicago. It was a big wedding, and we did. You have the ceremony. We drank a little bit before, and then you have the ceremony, and then we're doing pictures afterwards, like all over Chicago. We take the little trolley all over the city. We're doing all these pictures. There's all this all this time between the ceremony and the reception. And I know I've got to give the speech at the reception. Mm-hmm. So while everybody else is getting tanked, I'm trying to to walk that fine line between where I'm like tipsy having enough to like be loose and having a good time but not so drunk that I'm going to make an ass out of myself when I give the speech and the best part is like we get the speech because he has to talk to you my, my, my best friend so he talks I give the speech uh, the maid of honor gives the speech and right by the way we're like let's get shots like like we're, we're good to go like now that, that part's over loose. now you can have fun so like I liked being in the wedding more than I liked being the best man but it's always fun to be in the wedding but five best man that's that's, that's I've only lot. been in two weddings, but none of my friends have gotten married. Well, so you're like, young. You got time. Yeah. You're, you're like five, six years away from like the weddings taking over your summer. Yeah. Period. I mean, if you've been picked five times, you must be one really cool dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's like brothers or if it's just friends. Yeah. What if he just has a fat family and he's not telling me? I mean, if it's, all, if it's all like non-family related, that's, that means you're just a really nice guy, that man. Means people really like you. Yeah. Like Gandhi or something. Could be. I mean, he's like the most popular guy in the frat. Yeah. I guess you can spin the Kenny Payne recruiting misses this summer, uh, whoever, but it is at least a little strange how he's handled the job. Being a statesman for the program, we need our coach bringing the fan base together and getting the fans excited again. Look, I'm not saying that I'm not surprised by some of the things that have or haven't happened over the last couple of months. I'm just saying it's too early and it's unfair to judge them as good or bad before the man's coached a game. Agreed. We'll see what happens. It's... I stop saying we'll see. I gotta stop. But it's been your word of the week, hasn't it? I, I don't, it's just such a lazy thing to do. But, but it's true. It is true. Like we have to wait and see what's going to happen with the actual <laughs> yeah. before we, you know, before we start I mean, looking that's at valid. the things. What else is he supposed yeah. to say? I agree with that. Yeah, I think he's being hard on himself. Thank you. But I also have <laughs> just done it as like a time filler, like, as like a hey, let's move on to the next thing. Like we'll see. And like I say it when it is not applicable. Well, when you ever got a radio show of me, that's why you end up saying it so many times. Because if you don't, we'll be talking about the same stupid thing for forty five minutes. Self-aware. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you. Uh, I'm near him. You. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm fully aware of it. Usually, in the, you know, in hindsight, but nonetheless. Things I think a big appeal of YouTube is that it makes it so easy to listen to the show. I guess that's true. It probably has better audio quality too. No, like the really? There's no well, like your all's podcast. Podcast yesterday, we got. I had multiple people tell me that the audio quality was crap. I don't know what happened. Okay, but so apparently like the audio the quality on yesterday's podcast was unusually raspy. I wonder if that's something to do with the they they uh, they fixed the Adobe here for those you know you know behind the curtain. Doesn't sound like the right. The word. Adobe the the Adobe edition, which we this is we usually record. They finally fixed it and it. I mean, I wonder if it has something to do with that. The guy who's uh, who's been in five weddings, or been best man five times, says, only two brothers, three friends. He says, I'm kind of cool. Mike once called me his favorite UK fan that texts the Ramsey and Rutherford show. Oh, okay. congrats. Well, three, three, it's still three. I mean, even if only two of those are family, three still pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I was... That's like having three best friends. I mean, who really has... I have two. I mean, I mean who has... I have two best friends. I don't know if I have a... I wouldn't say I have a third. I've got one. I would say, but like, we had another friend who, like, 
he got married early. He's like one of our first friends to get married. And he did tell me, he's like, he's like it could have been you or this other person, but I went with him because I knew he'd be way more mad about it if he yeah. wasn't. And I was like, that's actually 100% true because I don't care. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I wonder I if... I could have been two. If that guy's been married, who did he pick? Did he pick one of that, them? Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a that's very... Rough. that's. I would have a problem with that too. Like if I actually got married, I would be picking between my two best friends. I would... Actually, I know one of them would just be like, I don't care. The groom's been selected. <laughs> but oh, wait, I probably wouldn't be on? here for me. Yeah, I've, I've is my mic on? Yeah. I stopped, I stopped being able to hear myself. Mm, you lucky. Weird. I know. <laughs> no, you're I on. I've been able to hear okay. myself this whole segment. Oh, very, very weird. It just happened to me. But when so I got married like later amongst my friends, and it made the groomsman selection a little bit easier or like mm-hmm. the usher selection a little bit easier because, you know, if I had – and I had one friend who like, like actually came to me and said, I hope he's not listening. He was like – He's like, he's like, uh, you know, my friends call me Ron. He's like, Ron, he's like, you're on the, he's like, you're on the borderline of being in the wedding. Like you got a lot of work to do these next couple of months. So when he said that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in the wedding. If you're, if you're going to say right. that on borderline. And then I wasn't. Ew. It also made it very easy to be like, okay. Like, cause he would have been kind of borderline on mine. Like, okay, you're not in. It's so like, if you had me in your wedding, I was probably, I, go, I felt kind of obligated to be a groomsman. You, How many groomsmen? Is it five groomsmen? You can pick up whatever you want. We oh, had, as many as you want. We had, I had eight. Can you really? Is it, and then I made like I think three ushers. Is there not a minimum or maximum number? I mean, no. Sometimes people only have like a maid of honor and a best man. Sometimes they have like fifteen. Yeah. Sometimes they have four. I thought it was like a give. I thought it was like because like in movies usually it's like almost every time the groomsman's maid of honor is like usually four each. Yeah, I mean I've been in some that are, were small. Mostly it was kind of like it was like around like six, seven, eight. I was in one that was like. Oh, how do people have that many friends? That's it. well. I mean, I could. Well, yeah, because at some point you're just like putting on acquaintances. But but it also has to match. So like, I mean, do you really want an acquaintance as your groomsman or your bridesmaid? I mean, or whatever. I don't think it's oh, well, and you have like brother and sister in law. That that's the thing. You have family that has to be in there. But just because they're a sister in law, does that mean does that mean they're required to be a level of intimacy that they deserve to be a groomsman? Or a I mean, no. But most of the time, you're works, pretty yeah. close with them too. It's because then Mary had the thing where she had like she had like a group of friends from her hometown that she grew up with. She had a group of friends from college. She had a group of friends from her pharmacy school. And it was you, you get into this little deal where it's like. If I have her, I kind of have to have these like, the two group. other people. Yeah. yeah, and like that's where it gets a little bit. So she had like, she had like I think like eight bridesmaids, and then have like five in like the bridal party or whatever. Like right. that's a new thing to like kind of keep everybody involved as possible. Because <laughs> again, she was in like seventeen different weddings. Yeah, like she was in a wedding for a person who did not get invited to our wedding. Oh. Because it was she was like twenty one when it happened. She's like, I don't talk to her again. Right. Like we're we're. I'll tell you now. I'm getting married now. We're su- we're setting the cap. You get one best man and three be- and three groomsmen. If you don't make the list. Do better. I'm, I'm best man. Jenna's a groomsman. Um, okay. Then TJ and Nick. <laughs> I'm really lucky because I'm the youngest, so like, I can have I have a friend, my roommate, who's been my friend since the fourth grade. So she'll be my maid of honor, and then my sister can be my matron of honor because she's go. married. There you go. So Dugan's already pissed off. I don't have put to him in the, in, the, in the groomsman list. Well, then yeah. I mean, the Ryan boys are gonna want to be there too. <laughs> At least Patrick Trey's too cool to hang out. Patrick with. definitely wants to be in the wedding. Trey's way too Trey cool. Is too cool for I oh, Trey's Trey is too cool for. Trey is too cool to hang out with. Us. Thing, uh-huh. and you know he works at Wildwood. Right? Oh, he does. So he walked up to me and he was like, "Hey, Jenna," and he shook my hand and I was like, "What are we? What are you doing?" Now, <laughs> now, now, now maybe I don't know because Trey didn't. Trey did give me my first ever high school cool party invite. Again, you, telling the story doesn't make you. Look yes, bad. because I was forty-two when it happened. Yeah. What are we talking? about? Trevor walked into a high school party. I, was, I happened school. to be at the, the at Dugan. Um, our, our oh, okay. House. It was at Dugan's house. Yeah, and his, it, I was I was working with with Kim, his wife, because she does our traffic. And as I was leaving her office, which is in the basement, I guess their son Trey was like having like a small party, and it, you could tell it was just the cool kids of this, of Manual. 
And it was, it was a decent sized party. And I walked out thinking, I've actually finally made it to a high, cool high school party. I mean, you could have been chaperoning at that point. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, something to boast yeah, about. And everyone there was all just more uh, more fascinated with the, with Khaleesi, who was with me, my dog. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, the doggy. I'm like, it's mine. <laughs> I'm guessing this is, is Patrick texting in the show. He's like, <clears throat> it was like 15 people. It was like five manual kids. <laughs> no, worst of all, no, it was more than 15 people. And it was, and as I said, it was like four girls for every one dude, which. You don't, need to, def- boys you don't need to get defensive about the, the coolness of the high school party <laughs> yeah. that you walked into. Oh, you got you run the baseball team. You probably went to many of cool parties. I never got to go to any of the cool high school parties. Well, I mean, I went to a couple. I was kind of I was I hung out with a lot of people who were like seniors when I was like a sophomore. So I was always kind of terrified. Works. But see, yeah. the thing is, I hung out with like when I was a freshman, I had friends that were juniors and on the football team because mm-hmm. I never even took the bus. I just rode to school with them. And but we still, I never like. I, I never went to like we never actually experienced like one of those cool like high school parties you see like in the movies. My goal and, and what at the my Ryan's house wasn't like high that. Don't get me wrong. Was but. to be in a party that got broken up by a helicopter and it happened senior year. I never got it. to. Oh man, it, we had it's a gigantic field party out in Oldham County. Helicopters came. They flashed the lights. Like everybody starts like cheering, and then like everybody sprints to their cars. Like everybody's <laughs> getting out. And my uh, one poor friend got arrested. And like it was just That's wrong place, so wrong sad. time. It was so bad. But like that was I wanted to be at a party that got broken up by a helicopter in high school. Finally happened. It was very near the end of senior year. The well, closest I even had to cops at a party was the one I had at Western. I think I told you that story. Oh, cops right? broke up parties all, like every weekend. When, when we were, yeah. it was the best part. Right? We, we, yeah. we were having a party at Western, and I didn't. I was in the bedroom like with some people hanging out, and didn't know the cops had showed up. And it just, I, oh. <laughs> I come busting out like the kid in, in the Super Troopers. <laughs> you know, I love that. That was me. Like, I mean, the cop just stares right oh. at me. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, life imitating art. Texas, I had a groomsman drop out of my wedding sweepstakes and added another friend instead who I hadn't originally asked. Is that a bad look? Sweepstakes. So, wait, the, the person said that they, like, I don't want to be in your wedding. And then you asked another person. I mean, did they not want to be, or did something come up like, the conflict of that they couldn't be they well, couldn't be there. That, sometimes that yeah, issue sure. is expensive. If it's, a, it if it's an out of town trip, yeah. We had so I've I, never been to an out of town wedding, so, so I, I, I was know. living. My buddy and I were. It was like the summer of like everybody getting married. I think it was like the summer when we were like probably twenty six. And I was living with a friend of mine. and We both had to go. Everybody was getting tuxes at men's warehouse, and we were in four together. And then his brother was getting married, and my sister was getting married. So we were in a total of five. So we picked up five tuxes at the same time. Oh. And like they're doing the, we asked the person, we're like, is there some sort of discount we can get? And the guy right, goes, can I get a deal? The guy goes, I've actually never seen this before, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, it was like a four figure purchase just to be in these weddings. Jeez. It was outrageous, but you gotta do what you gotta do for friends. Don't you just rent a tux? Yeah. Okay. Every now and then you get to keep the tie. The socks you always get to keep, but they're like, <laughs> they're like these razor thin black socks. You can, like, you'll, see through you'll never wear again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is amazing that I never get like, like, like when I first was in weddings, you know, you take care of the tux, like you hang it up the next day, like you're trying to like clean some spots. By the end, when I realized they weren't going to charge you for anything, I'm like throwing it in the bag. It's got like red oh, yeah. stains all over it. <laughs> I wouldn't like have cupcakes never, covering it. Never worn a tux. <sighs> Missing out, man. I'm going, I'm the, I mean, I've worn, really not. I pulled out some suits to go to weddings, and in some cases, just a polo shirt and khakis. But right, the guy clarified, by the way, he says, let's just say that friend number one had to appear in trial. <laughs> oh, okay. Then it's okay. Okay, so didn't willingly drop out of the wedding suit. You had plans for a specific number. You had to fulfill that. Number. I wonder what part of the trial he was. Was he the jury? Was he defendant? I feel like he, he would have <laughs> clarified if it was probably the less details, the better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> T.J. Walker says the cool kids of Manual. I'm guessing they were playing Dungeons and Dragons before their 10 p.m. curfew. <laughs> 
Oh, Trevor liked that one. I did. Those are dragons. That's what nerds play. Texture says it was definitely, uh, this is Patrick again, it was definitely no more than 20 people at my house. Oh, now let me get some creasing. He's, he's admitting, moving it up. Yeah, he's there. admitting to it. Texas KSR moving to 790? Uh, I don't know if they're announcing that. Don't I've say that happening. I've heard it's happening, yeah. Is that happening? Yeah, because it's not Cars Radio anymore, because we have the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think for a long time that's kind of in the plan. But it's all under the same umbrella anyway, over there, 1080 and 790. It's all under the same. Yeah, it's, yeah. but now it's like 790 is a bigger station than 1080 locally. So I think they've been trying to make that happen for a while. So I don't know if it's been announced, but Texas says I've assumed it was going to happen for a long time. I didn't know. I had never heard that. Texas says I've been in seven weddings, best man four of them. None of them were family members. Damn. I mean. I don't care that, about your flexibility. I don't know weddings. if that should be impressed by you as a friend or you just hang out with just like some nerds that don't yeah, have other friends. Yeah, befriending people who don't have other friends on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's what it sounds like. I no mean, hate. I'm torn between which one it is, yeah. There's an I had eight groomsmen and my wife had eight bridesmaids. We look like the flying V standing at the altar. <laughs> being asked to be an usher is like being a runner-up. I've been an usher a couple of times. But the, the good thing about being an usher is you still get to do the wedding part. You're still on the bus. You still get to drink heavily like, between the ceremony and the reception. Like if you're, if you, if you're in a group of like nine exactly. groomsmen, I mean, doesn't that make you feel like just like like a loser if you're the last one in the line? Like you're down the, the, you're order, the ninth in the pecking order. The order is a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. when you get to that many, like if you're only doing four or five, being four or five doesn't matter because you're one of only four yeah. or five. But if you've got like nine or ten people and you're the last one, that's got to be like, why the bleep am I even here? We had one of my we – we were going to a wedding one time, the, the rehearsal, and we were like – me and my best friend were debating about what order we were going to be in this wedding because it was kind of up in the air. And I was, like, I was like, I think you'll be like top top five in this. And it was I think it was an eight-person wedding, and he ended up being eight. And the, oh. look, the look on his face. I mean, yes. So they're doing the hopes up. The, the priest is like, okay, and you at the end there, you got to be, you're, you're in charge of closing the door. And the look on his face, he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> See, we need YouTube we for that. We need YouTube for that look. It was great. But like, the, you also, the way that you would get out of that is like, the, the, the top three would kind of be set. Like, you, you have your best friends there. But then you would try to match up people by height. And make it look so you'd be like, it's not, walk in. yeah, like you're not actually like you're not last on my list. You're just you know the okay. you're just short. Don't play me because she's too short. It's the way to get out of it. Yeah, it's the way we're trying to match it up. So I yeah. also have seen that recently people have started doing their like uh, wedding party sits in like the front row, so they don't have to stand up there with them. We have, and I I've think I really like that. I've done that at a wedding before because then it's less awkward for them. They're not just standing there staring at you. They're not in like every single picture. In your ceremony, you I, know. I was so young when I did the Paul Bear thing. I don't remember because that, that was and so that'd be the only time I've ever actually walked when you down were the what? aisle. I was a Paul Bear. That or, was a funeral. <laughs> yeah, well, same difference. We were ring bear. <laughs> Paul, that's that's the same thing, right? Isn't it? No. Uh, <laughs> that was ew, subconsciously. <laughs> ring bear. Yeah, but that's the only time I ever got to walk down the aisle. I never actually got to do that. But I did get. You know this? I did get to save a wedding. You did. I saved hands from Jimmy's wedding. You saved hands. It's a good story. Yeah, uh, he the 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 boombox uh, batteries died. Just the fanciness of the wedding, and uh, everybody kind of stood there, and I just started humming the, the "Here Comes the Bride" song, and everybody joined along. Joined in. Uh, it was the closest. It was the closest thing I've ever felt to being in a movie. Takes an only groomsman. I was only been a groomsman once, and the best man got incredibly inebriated. One hour before the wedding, the groom was like, "You're going to have to be the best man." <laughs> you were the understudy, and I respectfully <laughs> declined the promotion. <laughs> Better. You can't decline it. Yes, you can. I'd be like, all right, get out of my wedding party then. <laughs> I thought I thought it was only you had so to what do what the bride said. The groom has no say. I thought did, it was, well, did the super drunk guy have to like, or did he go down the line to number three? Mm-hmm. Now I've got to know what happened. I want to know if the groomsman gave a, uh, a, 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 a like uh, a guy from old school type speech. 
We're here for true love. Thought I had true love until a bunch of nudists jumped out of the closet. <laughs> Actually, we had eight groomsmen and we called the last one the worst man. I like oh, that. I mean, it's just, it's, why even do eight, it? We had eight in ours. Texas had nine people in mind. Order didn't matter much. It was based on heights. That's the way you, that's okay. the way you get out of that. Uh, Texas, how should you ask your fiance about signing a prenup before you get married? Thank you. Um, ask Mary. She, did you set a prenup? No. <laughs> <laughs> At the time we got married, we were both poor. I was thinking a prenup, I think, of Seinfeld. When, he asks, when George, George asked her, yeah. she just laughs him off and goes, yeah. I'll sign it. Bring it on. <laughs> Texas, Trevor, I have six and my fiance has seven. The extra is her niece, who is a junior bridesmaid and didn't want to, talk, to walk with anyone. Okay. A junior awesome. brother is a junior level for you, bridesmaids? You have, and, yeah. you have junior brides. Like, for, for like, like family, like your nieces young. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, when you, what, what, if it's a young child, don't you make her like the, the flower girl or something? You gotta be Some like six and under yeah. for that kind of age. It's, yeah, it's real young. Texas, rule of thumb for the groomsmen is just pick how many your fiance picks. Yeah, that's pretty much what we yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because they have to match coming up the aisle, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what happens if your fiance is just way more popular? Because in this case, this would happen to me if I got married. Like, she'd have to be more popular. So she'd have, like, say she has like eight. I don't know if I'm, I mean, I'm. Just, then you're in pick, the plot of I Love You, man. I, exactly. You're having, like, I'm 100%. No, you're having like, Luke Rigno, <laughs> old, old guy that you meet on a bro day. The guy screaming at the, 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 the LA Galaxy. You'd have like, <laughs> let's go, Galaxy, let's go. you got like Troy is in the is in the wedding party. Oh, Troy would do it. He probably would, would, would be. Troy would love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a great wedding party. <laughs> I'd be the guy going to Circle K on the way to the wedding like, you do anything in an hour? You want to be? You got a suit? <laughs> Texas YouTube would have been great for the mystery bag Viva La Mexico episode. But again, like that, we that was on video though. Yeah, I videoed it outside. We wouldn't be able to. We nobody's letting us bring that stuff in. <laughs> Watching you get jump, you get so scared when I pretended. I wasn't nervous to do that opening. Jumped. What are you talking about? There was a bag of like. Blankets. Oh, oh, we talked about this yeah. already. Two months. Yes. Remember, you see like this. the old video of the homeless people they carry the stick and they have the handkerchief. That's what I was. remember the, this. Yeah. yeah, you all told me about. This. It looked like that, but just like a giant version of it. I was yeah. like, "This is all fun." And then when you started opening it, I started thinking, "Like, what do we do if there's like a head in there?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be talking to the police for like the next six hours. <laughs> no show today. We didn't really think that far through. <laughs> I, I didn't like, until you started opening, and I was like, "Okay, this, this is probably not a good idea." Uh, Texas, I do miss when KP was initially hired, and some UVL fans called him a UK guy, not knowing that he helped hang a band. Well, I don't miss that. That was dumb. If you if you didn't know that, then it's dumb. I just buddy texted me and just said he's been in more than one wedding where the groomsmen and bridesmaid numbers did not match. That like, makes, I've been some. Okay, but usually it kind of you. So how who would walk down like so? So say she has like they walk singularly. She just walks the, the 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 bridesmaid would just walk by down by herself, or would they walk well, in pairs not, of bridesmaids? You can do pairs. Like in mine, my best man walked with Mary's sisters were both her her maids of honor, and like my best man walked with. Both of Mary's sister. Did he have a smile on his face? Like, yeah, I got the, I got the two ladies. No, he was. He's a, he's a mature. He, he did the job with. Class. He's not like me. He, he's, he's not, he, handled the, he handled the job with class. He did a great job. Complete opposite of my me. I get that. This is what do you think about uh, not having those awkward speeches at weddings? We had our speeches were great. I've been at some where the speeches have been like you're like. Do I need to go up there and like just I'm take the really mic? Uncomfy. Do I need to, this is this is awful. The last one. I don't remember what I said at my sister's. I have like, absolutely no clue. And I was like 17, so it wasn't because I was like inebriated. I've never like given that. a speech. My cousin gave one at my other cousin's wedding, though, and it was awesome. She nailed it. She's, I like the... She's the funny one, though. She's the one that does script writing. So she's good about mine. Yeah, she did a good job on it. I like the... Shout to Cassie. When people do speeches at the rehearsal dinner. So then it's like more we, intimate that's what we did. and nicer. Yeah. We did that. Uh, but we did the, the one... The best man speech I gave, it was the... So my buddy Weber, his wife, her sister was her maid of honor. And she insisted on giving the speech first because she's like, 
Mike's a writer. Like, I'm worried it's going to be good. Like, I want to go first. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's that's fine. But then she does it. She did a good job. And she handed the mic and she goes, beat that. Uh, and I was like, okay. Well, watch me. I was like, now, <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of competition going on there. I think I did a good job. It was great. Right. Uh, Texas says, uh, my favorite Jenna memory, the one where Jenna made her dad do a Vine dance video with her. <gasps> What? You stalkers! That was like <laughs> high school. <laughs> I was hoping that I was, was your like dad. Seventeen. <laughs> Wait, believe me, our texts are stalking you from high school. That, this is the first text this person has sent. Is in. that on Twitter? Oh, was, maybe that was my dad. What's I was saying, I'm hoping this was your dad. Okay, 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 okay. I think, I think that was dad. just your dad. It's probably my dad. Texas, says, y'all need to keep Jenna around to run your socials. Dude, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. We should. Why don't we have like a Rutherford Show Twitter account or Facebook page? Because you have Mike have himself. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> Trevor isn't in TikTok because he doesn't want the Chinese government knowing he's a Russian asset. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says, the order of groomsmen and bridesmaids is like the order of your MySpace top friends list. It's very true. Uh, also, I missed that. That's, I, I miss was never MySpace. on MySpace, but I remember the thing. Also, I've been in two weddings where I had never met the bride prior to the wedding rehearsal. Ooh, that's weird. That is, yeah. I, I knew, I think I knew, yeah, I knew the bride very well in every wedding. I can't think of a, yeah, I've been to every wedding where I've met, yeah, I knew both of them. I may not know the, the bridesmaids or all the groomsmen, maybe. No, I was in, when I was in my sister's wedding, I didn't know any of the groomsmen. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I could, I've been in that, but I've never been to one where I didn't know, I mean, I may know one better than the other, but I knew I had met them both at some time long before the wedding. Yeah, my sister's wedding, and I was, you, know, you do the thing a lot of times when you have like the the in-laws and the family members in like you're the worst man like you're, you're at the bottom of the line and i knew i was gonna be at the bottom of the line for this one and like i'm you, you spent a lot of time with these people before and like i i'd never met them and it was just kind of it was a little bit awkward at first and then you get to drink and finally it's, it's okay but that was the only time where i was in a wedding where i was like eh, i mean we keep, i don't know everybody we, we're talking so about all this wedding, wedding stuff and we've not brought the most important thing about a wedding which is what the food yeah I mean, you've got to have good food. That, but, okay. well, TJ's food was awesome. He, he, I almost, I told him afterwards, I was like, I almost should have done a plus one just to get an extra play of that Imagine food. Imagine he was like, TJ's food was trash. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, he <laughs> nailed it. But he, it was like a, it was like a uh, cordon bleu and like a little piece of steak combined. Okay. It was good. What did you have for food at your wedding? We did a lot of like finger foods. Like we had okay. a, a buffet of like, I, I can't even remember. I know we had mini hot browns. Oh, I had a cousin have one of those. I, I just, we had fried chicken. I hijacked a woman carrying that plate. I just told her just give it to me and leave leave me alone. Yeah, we, those things are awesome. Sounds like something was you do. <laughs> have you ever had a mini hot brown? They're so tasty. They're very good. They're, They're very was, good. Was that TJ Walker, the card stalker, sending that Jenna from high school memory text? Yes, it was. <laughs> Put it out there. It was my dad. It was Roush. It was Nick. Texas, I remember I attended a field party in high school out near Anchorage, I think. That's where mine was. Party was broken up by a helicopter and a swarm of police, people running into the woods. Luckily, I wasn't drinking. I was playing a soccer game the next day and passed the breathalyzer test at the police barricade. This may have been the same party. or I think all of the field parties were always out in Anchorage or Oldham County. I went to a UK game one time with a buddy. And got, we got so hammered that we couldn't remember where we parked. And we ended up just like dropping down in someone you know how there's a neighborhood right next to Kamala mm-hmm. we end up just like plopping in someone's yard for a couple hours to pass out and sleep it off that's and, if I woke up with men in my yard I would instantly <laughs> call the police <laughs> well, no, they, did, they didn't call the police but after we woke up kept walking around trying to find our car spoiler it took us like three more hours uh, we ran into like, my buddy's like there's a cop ask him to see maybe he can help us like how's he we don't even know where the car is how's he gonna help I'm us? a little bit high yeah <laughs> so we go up to him and he breath he gives me a breathalyzer by the way at this time I'm 20 and this does, like, it, what? the breathalyzer just goes like, ding, 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 ding. I don't even know what it says. And he looks at me and he's like, sir, young man, I don't think you should be driving for a few hours. And I looked at him and said, sir, I don't think we're finding the car for a few more hours. 
<laughs> he just kept, actually he kind of laughed and was like, you all be careful walking. I'm like, we will. And we, my uncle, my brother, I was like, that was the dumbest idea you've had ever. I'm a bridesman in a wedding coming up, and the photos are going to be hilarious. Like New Girl. I've never been a bridesman. Was that did that happen to New Girl? Yeah, Winston is Cece's uh, what's called man of honor or something like that. I, I remember the I remember watching. It. I just can't remember that being happening. Yeah, hmm. and he goes he dress shops with her. That that and then they accidentally me. get drunk off champagne and pick up this really ugly dress. Oh, I do remember that, yeah. Sequestered for Because Schmidt's supposed to be on video and that he falls asleep, yeah. No, that's a different episode. The very next text, by the way, says, I've been both a best man for my buddy and maid of honor for my sister. I love that. (laughs) There you go. Texas, what UofL players would you want as your groomsman? Earl Clark. That's all I care. That's all I need. I would just have the starting lineup for the 2013 team. Mm-hmm. Clark. <laughs> I'm just, and when we come out, they announce us as a starting lineup, and I come out like Rick Pitino, the head coach. That'd be the way to do it. That'd be awesome. Uh, by the way, uh, Sean Moth texted in. Okay. <laughs> I always love when, Ma- when the Mothman chimes in. Says, thanks for the entertainment while I power wash the patio. I'm very late to the party, but happy anniversaries. Hope you are feeling better. Best of luck to Jenna. My wife and I used to sing at every at weddings, and she would sing Every Breath You Take at One, a song about a stalker. Yeah. One line is every value break. By the way, that couple divorced. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're up to the story. We have to say uh, this is Jenna's last show. No, I think we can both say we haven't talked about this off air. But if we're power ranking the best Rutherford show interns, <laughs> I mean Jenna's got to be number one. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it was a cl- it's a close one. Jacob's one day here. Jacob did so. <laughs> he was here for one. No, he did two days, right? He did two days, and yeah. then he left. Um, Not even telling us. Khaleesi, never stopped showing up. Intern Khaleesi was on. Came to the the OG studio. <laughs> yes, she did. She yeah. Technically, was an intern. Yeah. Uh, we intern Kat Wara. Yeah, who's now living? At, he lives. He lives in my house now. Now Trevor Stolem's Tre- okay. Trevor stole a cat from Southern Indiana. <laughs> but I think Jenna probably was the best. I think she's got to be number one if we're doing our official. There's power a lot ranking. of competition there, guys. Appreciate it. Where is a bad? You get my vote. It's not too late to knock you down. But I'm just kidding. Don't tell Khaleesi I, I, you got my vote, though. Okay. She'll get mad at me. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jenna, She's we, very jealous. We loved having you. Yeah. You're welcome back anytime. Thank the text you. line's going to miss you. We're going to miss you. I'll be in the text line. She'll be in the text line. She'll be. Texas Team Jenna, we're going to miss you. Do you want to end the show? Any parting words for the, your fans out there? Um, I don't think so. Don't go looking for a video of me and my dad dancing. Don't go looking for a video of her and her dad dancing. She's going to say, don't go chasing God. waterfalls. That too. <laughs> poetic. A yeah. poetic way to end the intern Jenna era yeah. of the Mike Rutherford show. All right. Uh, Texas Jacob was there for the butt join episode, which is true. Was he there? Was he, he was there for one of the best episodes. Yeah, yo, you're right. He was because he was here because we talked. He was here for the day. We were talking about one in, one in three people get arrested. Yeah. And I was like, I looked around and I was like, there's three of us and one of us has been arrested. <laughs> you're right. Ended <laughs> up being right. All right, we've got uh, we'll, we'll bid farewell to Jenna. She'll be back at some point. We'll bring her back for something. Uh, we, we got Jody Deming, the Cardinal Insider, coming up next. Then we've got Louisville Bats baseball coverage starting at six oh five. Nick Curran and Jim Kelch on the road. Toledo Mudhens first pitch six thirty five. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. We're back tomorrow at three. Have a fantastic Wednesday night. So